Previously, our four adventurers made their way into the Neverwinter Wood. Their destination, Mount Hotenau, and their two objectives, to thwart the cult of Jogao and to commune, that's the word, with Veyron, the Lord of Shadow. The summit possibly providing long-awaited answers to many questions our party has. On their way, after a short rest at a riverside, they heard a cry for help and met Grim, a friendly bugbear that knew Cax. A traitor for monsters that were not hostile to civilization, Grim had gone to his clearing to collect supplies, only to discover that his things were gone and he had succumbed to a trap, pinning him under a tree. Grim thanked the party and went on his way. But later that day, they arrived at Shadybrook, a tiny group of houses destroyed by some previous cataclysm as the large mountain loomed before them. Seismic shaking had alerted a nearby horde of ash zombies to the group's presence. With larger amounts of hostile targets incoming, the party ripped and tore into the mindless husks. When there were only a few remaining, the two large goliath zombies, or two large goliath zombies, rampaged out of their slumber. A fierce encounter left Cax unconscious and everyone fighting for their lives. Shortly after a narrow victory, sleeping in a rundown bar, the party regained their strength for the next morning. Climbing into the first stretch of the mountain path, the heat became intense, the environment unfriendly. Small red lizards began to follow the party, much to Key's delight. A few hours of exhausting travel later, after making a huge amount of progress, the party found themselves face to face with a fire giant, bellowing something at them, looking very hostile. So just to recap what had been said in the previous session leading up to that, for just a quick refresher. Uh, you guys are face to face with a titanic glowing red fire giant. He has a red flame bursting down his face as a beard. It looks like he's bald on top, a beer belly gut behind heavy plates of iron welded all over his body. And he wields a titanic sword that glows red and he has it out in the ready. Um, he had previously uh, bellowed to you, to only one of our party's knowledge, to stop their madness and to calm the mountain down. And that is where we left off. Uh, so I'll look at him and say back in Yachten, that's what we're here for. And the the fire giant looks at you quizzically while still brandishing uh, a sword that is taller than Euthrim. And he, like, aims it at you. He says, explain! Uh, there's been something weird going on in the city down at the bottom of the mountain. And they think it has something to do with the mountain. So we're climbing the mountain to the top to try and figure out what's going on to calm the mountain down. Oh, you don't look like the others. Actually. He, he points to you, Cax, and he, he, like, does, like, one of these big chunky fingers for you to walk towards him. I, I I, don't really feel comfortable getting close to this thing. Any any advice? Uh, right now, I think we should just do what he says. Uh, Not piss him off. Cax will slowly, like, kind of, like, waddle up towards him. The, the fire giant takes the sword and buries it halfway into the ground with us crunch that kind of echoes all around you 
and he puts his hand palm up on the ground and he like points to it as if to have you walk on his hand. I will hoist myself from the ground onto his hand, um, embracing the fact that I may die here. <laughs> you notice the immense heat coming off of the, the exposed skin on this fire giant. And he, he, he is no longer looking hostile, but is still kind of not looking happy. And he raises you up about to his face level, and then he points. Uh, you are now having a, a more bird's eye view of the surrounding area. And to your northwest, um, remember you guys, if you were to look at it from like, you're looking down upon the mountain, you guys are on the two o'clock, uh, winding your way up. The, the mountain and he he points to maybe like 11 o'clock and it's a little bit further down and you uh roll me a perception check oh uh, that's a crit excellent so what's your total with your um, mods i closed my thing oh no i didn't ah. uh 24 24 you look down and you see another very similar fire giant and you see him swinging his like warhammer with one hand down, and you're seeing some uh, a group, and th this is maybe like close to a mile away, and you hear the thump. You kind of hear that delayed thump as the hammer hits something, and you hear like the the reverberation finally reach you from the distance away, and you see like a group scattering from around it, and you hear the 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 fire giant say something that you're not understanding, but Thrym, you hear it as. You see what happens if this is a betrayal. Look what happens to those ones. And he just places you down gently and like nudges you off. It, there's more fire giants and they're just kind of murdering people. Yeah, he said this is what happened to people that betray them. He points to you, Thrym. What is your name? Uh, Thrym, what's yours? Thrym. Ravar. Listen, this group, they wear robes. Yes, you don't wear robes. No, I've always thought they look kind of tacky. He Besides, smiles a little bit. Most people that wear robes seem to be scumbags. He kind of has a little belly laugh at that. He points up to the mountain. He goes, whatever they're doing inside, it's causing something within the mountain. It will probably erupt. We are too large to get inside. Most of the ways of getting inside are through uh, smoke vents. If nothing is done, this will explode, and miles upon miles, everything around will perish in hot ash, boulders, fire, and stone. Can so you you're take here us to, to a smoke vent? I can lead you to one close by. I don't know where it will lead, though. And he almost looks relieved as he's talking with you. I'll relay the information to the rest of the party so they know and what's he, going on. As you're doing that, he rips his sword back out and then kind of like just kind of casually wields it. His hand is like on the blade now. Like the fire is like licking his hand and he's just casually uh, looking around for any other threats around. Do, do we really want to want to subject ourselves to, to the potential of being murdered by fire giants well if 
we can get inside the mountain and kill whoever's making it erupt. Otherwise, I kind of think we're all dead because it's gonna. She said it'll destroy things for miles, and I don't think we can get away in time. I mean, I can I can run pretty fast when I'm scared. <laughs> and fire giants are are not friendly things normally. Agreed, but I think if we turn tail and start running away, they'll probably kill us. Yeah, I don't think I can get far enough away from the giant flaming sword. What do you think we should do next? If these fire giants aren't a threat to us, then we need to press on. I'm pretty sure I saw about three things get smashed under a flaming hammer. That seems pretty threatening to me. But I'll he follow did say you. He could show us a way into the into the mountain to find out why it's about to erupt. Because if we press on and it erupts, we're all dead anyway. That's what I mean. If he can take us to somewhere within the mountain and we can get these cultists out of here so that we can move on with our goals without getting blown to bits by a volcano, let's do this. Okay. So I'll turn back to the fire giant and go, take us to where you think we can get inside and find these guys. He starts stroking his beard. He goes, good, follow. And he walks. And as he walks, he he tries to walk side by side with you, Thrym. And through about a quarter of a mile uh, around the bend, there's two things you're noticing that he is very cautious of things around him. Um, and whenever one of those little red lizards come around, he's like going out of his way to like kind of like slap it or like step on them if they cross his path. What's up with the red li red lizards? Oh, these are babies. You don't want to see them when they get into adults. A couple of them could take down one of us if it tried. Do I still have those two little lizards following me? Uh, roll me a perception check. Nine? Nine? Uh, you look around you and you can't seem to see them, but you swear out of the corner of your eye in between, like, lay-lowing rocks and stuff like that, you're seeing some sort of, like, red skittering occasionally. Although it could be from your, uh, your heat stroke you're currently experiencing. Oh, yes, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that. He goes, it's up ahead. Th thank you for helping. Uh, we usually don't deal with other giants or even smaller people, but... Well, this is our home. We have nowhere else to go. Well, I'm glad we were able to be of assistance. It's been very strange up here. We've we used to have hundreds of us that lived on the mountain before the dwarves left. We were allies with them, but when they left, we kind of ran out of things to do. So some of us resorted to attacking what we could, and others just wander around like me. That's pretty sad, actually. Yeah, just be careful. I don't know what is down there. Like I said, there we, we there used to be one entrance that larger creatures like us could use, but that's been lost for half a century. He goes, it's right up here. And he points over, and there seems to be almost like a, like a small vent. And you can see like a, a pale yellow mist is rising out of it and it's probably if Thrym you were to lay down you, you probably still have a couple more feet 
Like, it's very large, but you could tell, like, the Ruvar wouldn't be able to, like, fit, like, his waist in this hole. He goes, I don't know where this leads, but if you ask me, this is probably the best way to enter below. Okay. We'll go in and see what we can find. I'll stay here and guard. Make sure nothing tries to follow you. Thank you. He wants us to go in that hole with the mist coming out of it. Says he thinks that's the best way in. Can you ask him if it's toxic in there? You know if it's the air's toxic in there? Oh, sorry. Uh, that kind of mist doesn't affect me. Um, I don't know. To be honest, um, as long as you don't breathe in the yellow mist for too long, I think you'll be okay. That's... Uh, but it... We'll, we'll find out. He's, apparently it doesn't affect him. We just have All to right. find out for ourselves. And as you guys get closer, like uh, a warm gust of wind kind of blows it near you, and it's just a very sharp sulfur smell that isn't entirely, like, displacing oxygen, but you can tell it's very thick and heavy in the air. I mean, Key's already dead. You know, you probably hold his breath for another hundred years. But, I mean, we we could, you know, Thurm and I are strong enough, we could lower you or Cax into the mist for a little bit and see what happens. I'd rather not delay. Let's just get this over with. Cax the canary. <laughs> if he dies, we know it's not safe. <laughs> Fuck you, Gax. He seems to be choking. <laughs> Has he stopped tweeting yet? <laughs> Alright, I'll stretch and, you know, reach out my arms, kind of cross it, kind of cross my arms like I'm going down a, like a water slide. You know, there's water slides at the park. And uh, I'm just going to go down the vent. Okay. Um... Are, any, are you guys, like, at that spot, like, watching Key go down? Yeah. Alright, <laughs> you see him... Really you see, and Key, you experience the inside is very slick. And, um... There doesn't see... It, it, there's, it's not as porous as some of the volcanic rock outside here. And you just shoot right into the darkness. And very quickly, he gets out of eye shot of everybody. I'm gonna turn to Nixon Thrim and say, I, 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 I don't know if I want to go down there. Would you rather get in the bag of holding? I, are those my options? Right now, yeah. <laughs> Cass, Cax is gonna step closer to the hole and look down it and turn back and be like, I, I don't really know. This seems How like really you? dangerous. You're about to beat me to it. Oh, I was probably standing <laughs> right at the edge. Probably Wait, standing right next to it, yeah. Alright. I'm just gonna push him. What are you doing with that, Cax? Uh, I guess falling down a hole. Okay, and then right down. Uh, Cax is uh, no longer in eye shot. Can I ask how big this hole is? That way I know if I if I tumble this, this hole is big but you very quickly uh, your butt starts skidding along a very sharp like almost like 
80 degree angle straight down. All right, so I'm probably going backwards is what I'm hearing because I turned around. Yes, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I am going to turn back to Thrym and just say, well, you beat me to it. I'll meet you at the bottom. Then I'm going to jump down. Okay. And I'm going to wait like 10, 15, actually make it like 30 seconds to make sure everybody's out of the way when I come storming down because I don't want to crush anybody. Okay. And then you slide down as well? Mm Mm-hmm. Excellent. All right. So, um, in in no particular order, um, like I said, this is a straight, like, 80-degree, like, crazy fucking roller coaster downgrade angle. Uh, You guys, as you're putting your hands out to kind of steady yourself, the walls are super smooth. Um, In your dark vision, you can't quite tell even Thrym. It's going so fast, you're not able to kind of really get a bead on what type of material this is. And it just descends in in black and gray. Uh, At some points, the tunnel seems to corkscrew down a little bit as if it's changing angles. The heat isn't growing, but it remains consistent um, throughout the journey. And very soon, uh, each of you coming down, there's a bright red glow that is rapidly illuminating the darkness. And a slight hump kind of appears and, and... the speed that you had like amassed, you kind of like go up a little bit and it slows you right down. And then you immediately go back down for a little bit before it plummets you um, onto a warm, bumpy surface about 12 feet up. So the first one to come down is Key, who takes five points of falling damage. Uh, Cax, uh, one point of falling damage. He was there to, to soften my fall. Probably. Nyx for two. And Thrym for three. As you all just kind of smack into this warm, bumpy surface. Uh, Cax, the surface that you can land on uh, is emanating a large amount of heat, just like the fire giant's hand up on the surface. Looking around as everyone, as finally Thrym is the final one to kind of cannonball down and take a little bit of bruising. Uh, You all appear to be in a large dome chamber with a wide lava river that's flowing in the center. It's not very, it's not super wide. It's maybe just like an eighth of the chamber of of its length that goes down, but it kind of cuts the room in half. Um, Peering above you, you see the hole that you came out of. And, of course, it's all illuminated by the glow of the lava. Uh, But you also see multiple holes in different spots. And it leads you to believe that this is where a lot of the gases are vented uh, naturally. Um, I need you all to roll a nature check for me, please. 13. 10. 17. 21. Uh, he and Thrym, you get the impression that this chamber would occasionally overflow and lava would fill the chamber and then rise up those vents when the pressure of the mountain slash volcano gets to kind of a critical spot. Um, you look over and you actually see a very burnt rickety bridge that kind of goes over the lava river. 
and it looks old as shit. Like it's been here for a while. Um, and as you guys, as that's pointed out to everybody, you kind of hear the bubbling of the lava, and you notice the river is just slowly traveling across the chamber. Um, and across the ri- across the river, across the bridge, there seems to be a circular hole that leads upwards, and that seems to be the only uh, exit out of this chamber. Oh, uh, 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 do you have something to say? Or? Uh, yeah, can I have you guys roll a perception check as well? Ooh, uh, three. Eleven. I'll take Thrim's roll at a 21. Sorry, did you say what you got, John? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry? 23. Damn, both of you guys. All right, Cax and yeah. Thrim. You guys swear you are hearing a familiar chanting coming from uh, somewhere from that exit. How rickety does this bridge look? Uh, Want to roll me an investigation if you're getting close to the bridge? Yeah, I'll go and take a look at and the bridge. You guys landed maybe like 30 feet away from the bridge at this point. So you, Thrym is traveling across the chamber to, to look at the bridge. 14. 14. Upon closer examination of it, just kind of looking at it, it's got, you know, it's got like the handholds on the side. It's about 15 feet wide. Um, and it looks rickety, but you're, you're not entirely sure if it's because of the material used or that it's just been here a while and you kind of like put your foot on it and it is made out of some sort of wood that you're able to detect. It doesn't have like a, a thump to it when you put your foot on it. But it seems it seems that the wood isn't burnt per se, but it, it looks to have been previously treated. How long is this bridge? Uh, about 30 feet across. Okay. But the, the lava river would be about the same. So I'm going to take out some rope that I have. And I'm gonna hand it to Thrym, and I say, "If we tie this around you, and you go across first, we can each hold on to this rope. So, should the bridge collapse, we should be okay, or at least not fall into that lava." How far down is the lava? Ah, uh, John, you are super quiet. <laughs> the look on your face—you're like, "What the fuck?" How far down is the lava? Oh, much better. The, the lava is maybe only five feet down from the bridge. The The bubbles kind of, when they pop, they kind of like shoot out a little bit of uh, viscous material, but it doesn't seem to be like touching the bottom of the bridge. Or if the bridge does collapse, you could just yank and hopefully get us across. So, uh, well, it does seem to be the only way across. You can go first. Followed by uh, probably Cax and Nix, and I'll go last. Uh, I think I should go last. I'm well, the heavy. You're, yeah, you're the heaviest. You'd be the best anchor. You'd be, if you if you get to the other side, those two could cross, and then should I fall, you'll be strong enough to gank me across. That's true, but if I go first and the bridge collapses, you guys can't get across. Whereas if you guys go first and it collapses while I'm on it, at least you guys can try and deal with the problem. I'll go first. <laughs> All right. Okay, so Cax is going first, followed by whom? 
Also, did you guys hear chanting? Yeah, I did. No. It sounded pretty familiar. Oh. What did it sound familiar from? It sounded familiar from when you first encounter the cultists in Neverwinter. Yeah, it sounded familiar to Cax. Oh, that's a good point. No, it wouldn't be familiar to Cax. I would just heard you would you would have just heard it. Good catch. Okay. Fucking DM fail. <laughs> that's it. We're getting yes. a new DM. That's it. He's garbage. <laughs> it was the same chanting we heard when we were fighting that. Fire Elemental. Has Cax crossed the bridge yet? Uh, I, uh, before, I think as you guys were starting, I was trying to get a marching order for that, and then uh, you guys got into dialogue. So Cax said he was going first. Uh, so, so I would say no, like, you guys are, like, getting in position to go across the bridge currently. I was gonna if say, you... if Cax hasn't actually crossed the bridge yet, and they're still discussing the chanting... Nix has already started walking. Okay. Alright, so you'd say, like, side by side, you guys are probably going? I may have pushed past him. Okay. Um, as you guys are doing that, you know, the the Cax would be probably overly cautious about this bridge, but as Nix kind of shoves past him, uh, the, the bridge isn't creaking or anything. It, it is wood. You can hear the telltale, like, clump as your feet are going, or feet's, feet's is are going across the bridge. Um, but it's not, it, there's no give to it. There's the, the, the wood itself is whole, uh, not like some of the bridges that Nyx and Therm have encountered in the Underdark. Um, this seems to be pretty well maintained. So Nyx is going, followed by Cax, and then Thrym and Key, who's hitting up the rear and who's hitting up Cax's uh, I want to... I want to look across and see if I can see anything someone could tie a rope to, like, high off the ground. Um, not in this chamber, besides, like, random chunks of rock on the ground. The 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 room itself is, like, a, a wide dome, and because of its construction, quote-unquote, uh, there are no stalagmites and stalactites in this kind of formation. Is th For ceiling above the bridge, is... Like, is there a ceiling above the bridge, however high? There, there is. It would probably be. It would be at the roughly the edge of your dark vision, so it'd be like 55, 60 feet. Okay. But it's all. I'm sorry. It's all illuminated, so you would you'd see it anyway. But you'd estimate that it'd be pretty high up. Yeah. So I'm gonna make sure Thrym has the rope, and I say, you go across first. If the bridge collapses, I can still get across. Okay. All right. So, Cax, you're kind of staying off in the back? Yeah, or Key. You said Cax. I did say Cax. I'm, I'm I'm, zoomed out on something, and your name is kind of <laughs> squirrely. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna stand, you know, as close as I can to the wall, holding the holding one end of the rope while uh, Thrym has the other. All right, well, if you're close to the bridge, it's close to pretty much the center of the chamber. Okay, uh, I want to get near the wall. Okay, so you'd be pretty far away. Okay. And then how long is your rope? 50 feet of hemp and rope. All right, so from where you are to the bridge would be close to 50 feet. Okay. It's a, oh. very, it's a, yeah, it's a very large chamber. Uh, okay. Um, hmm. 
uh, and I guess I'll probably just have to take my chances without the rope, you know, should it fall. Okay. Do you, do you, do you remain behind on the bridge to see what yep. goes on or? Okay. So you're at yeah. the edge of the bridge. Um, I'll need everyone to roll me a perception check as you guys are progressing across the bridge. Nix, you're about three quarters of the way across the bridge now, followed very closely by two of your allies. I'm not stepping on that bridge till they're off of it. Oh, okay. So you're back yeah. with Key. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't want their weight combined with mine. I rolled a 22 perception. Okay. I am oh, much more focused on the the bridge. I rolled a 12. Okay. Nine. Nine. Hey, nine game. <laughs> we were uh, talking. Nick, you are the first. <laughs> <laughs> you are the first one to notice. Um, and no one else is saying anything, but to your left, as you're going across the bridge, it seems like this form of lava is beginning to rise. And then something begins to walk out on to the rock. Um, and you're noticing this kind of like reptile snout appears out of the lava. And as it's coming out, it's looking right at you. It, it looks like it's coming out of the slope of the lava. And I will bring you guys over to our uh, map. Oh, yes. Oh, baby. And right here, I have that. You guys can see that vision, that radius around that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. I did that on purpose to try to get myself used to. Because um, any large creature, um, that is like it's what space it, it takes up or what it can... Um, what surrounds it, so it makes it easier for you guys to understand if it's a, there's like an attack of opportunity you'd be missing or not. Okay. So we'll play around with that until like, because as far as I know, I can't get the tokens to sit on the three squares, but this is roughly um, the same amount of squares it would threaten. Okay. In general. So can we move into those hexes or those uh, the, pieces the, are occupied? The red square around the bridge is where you guys can position yourself no i mean around the creature oh around that, the creature aura you've created are those yeah. hexes in the aura occupied or it's uh, just as threatened square uh those are it's uh threatened yeah threatened square technically like i can move you here technically you could stand ah that's a great question because it fucking if that's the space that he takes up then we cannot go into that space. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, like these spots here would be what you could do. Okay. I haven't played with the horizontal hexes. These are like called vertical hexes. Yeah. Um. So Nix, you uh, point that out as the creature is coming out. It's looking right at you, but it looks like it's starting to path its way to be to to walk and intercept you. Um. So that gives you a moment to. Uh, inform your party if you wish to, and also for everyone to move in a position on the bridge um, if they would like to within the red square. I'm I'll going to look back at Thrym and Key and just kind of signal for them to get across the bridge as soon as they can. And I am going to step over five feet closer to the edge of the bridge distancing myself from the creature i seeing this thing and seeing how close they are to almost being off the bridge 
am going to start running as fast as I can and hope that the bridge can hold me. Okay. With Thrym on it, I'm not going to add all my heavy armor to it, so I'm just going to stand ready at the back. Sure. Once Thrym's off, I'm going to bolt. Okay, so Key and Thrym are both looking at that mofo right there all right so at this point uh no one's getting a surprise or any bullshit like that so we can go ahead and come on you can do it no i guess not i guess i'll have to do it the old weird way nope not that (laughs) the bridge is swaying (laughs) (laughs) don't do what this there we go please all right, go ahead, roll your initiatives and uh, let everyone know what you got. I got a 23. What the fuck? 16. I have a, I have a plus eight to initiative. How the hell do you have a plus eight? Uh, three dexterity and I have the alert feat. I hate you. <laughs> well, you, you gotta... Oh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Well, hey, maybe you got it out of the way. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's the only natural one you'll roll all night. I, I got the twenty or one dice out, so probably not. When you think so, about Axe as a character, it really makes sense that nothing surprises him because he's just constantly ready terrifying. for time. fidgeting and looking out for shit. Yeah, he's he's always fidgeting, and nothing really surprises him in the sense of okay, well, you know. That snuck up on me. He's just like, I'm I'm gonna die. Uh, okay. Key, because of your uh, penchant for the little red lizards on the surface, you can't help notice uh, this looks eerily similar to the red lizards on the surface. Oh, So adorable. So with yeah, that... Just, you know, human swallowing. Yeah. With that, Cax, you're up. Uh, Cax is going to reach over his shoulders and pull his bow because he never broke it down and fire off two arrows as per usual um we'll go with the lower one 22 22 and and a 24 hey those both hit all right well i figured the 24 would hit if the 22 did well it's good Um, it's good you checked yeah, I just wanted to make sure its AC doesn't go up, you know. Um, that's <laughs> going to be... Why is my brain turned off? 17 points of piercing damage. All right. Okay. And... Excuse me. That'll be the end of my turn. Sure. Nyx. All right. Nyx knows that wood burns. So he is stepping off the bridge, immediately casting Mage Armor because fuck this noise. Uh, And then I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Spiritual Weapon. I'm going to put Spiritual Weapon right there. Cool. Which, as we discussed, is in his threatened square so it can attack. Yes, sir. All right. Natural one. So it, it appears and just swings over his head, missing completely. But it's there. It's there. <laughs> and it is and uh, like a spectral version of... It is a spectral version of Shadowfell, but okay. in a bright electric blue. 
I like that image. That's why I keep using those colors for that token. Right. Alright, and that will end Nexus' turn. Okay. Um, oh, that's right, because Mage Armor was your action. Yes. Okay. Um, so the creature uh, it was looking at you, uh, Nyx, as it was going across, and you see it has like a sack below its mouth, and you see the sack kind of grow a little bit, and it aims its head high, and that essentially hawks this giant glowing loogie in your direction, and it arcs really high, and then begins to plummet towards you. Fuck. And that is an 18 hit. Shield. Shield. Okay. So that, that what's that bring your AC up to? 21. 21. Yeah. So all of a sudden, this uh, mass of goop falls down upon you, uh, encases your entire shield for a split second, um, as all around you, like it hits your shield and then begins to splash in a radius around you. Um, as your shield fades and and the, actually no, the shield lasts until the start of my next turn. The starting next turn, you hear on the outside the a sizzling on the ground as the the disgusting loogie stuff uh, kind of hits the ground. Pleasant. Um, Thrim, near you, um, you see the lava kind of rise up near the other side of the bridge, and another lizard-like head pokes up from the lava here. Um, and very similar to what you just saw happen with Nyx across the way um, happens with you. It stares at you, the sack fills up, and then it launches this mortar-like goo in the air. For uh, 13. And... Key, I need you to make a DC... 13 or higher dex saving throw. All right. Splash damage, motherfucker. 15. Woohoo! Woohoo! All right. So uh, you get hit with four fire damage as you you escape most of it, but this, like, acidy, fiery goodness glows on your armor, and you feel the inside of your armor kind of burn a little bit. I don't like you describing that as goodness. It hurts. It's, it's 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 wholesome goodness coming oh. from this creepy lizard's mouth. And with that, the uh, fire. This one. Fifteen, and it bridges the gap, and is going for Thrim. But that would be the end of its turn, which does bring it to Thrim. All right. I can't move any closer to it. Nope, you're right, going, right. Yeah, you're right up on top of it. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm going by like the glowing aura you have down here. I can add that to this dude too, really quick because I was playing around with it. Mm. All right, so I'm gonna burn a spell slot, a spell slot, and activate Thunder's lightning, and just swing at him. Sure. Uh, 19 to hit. 19 hits. 17 points of damage. Okay. And then I'll swing at him again. And that's a 26 to hit. Yes, sir. Ooh. Drilling hot. That sucks. 
11 points of damage. Okay. Cool. And yeah, I'll just stay right there for now, I guess. Sure. Key. Um. Yeah, I guess I'll. If I move back here, do I have advantage on it? Uh, you would have to move that spot to your right. This one? Yep. All right. Then I will run around the back. Are you, are you able to walk around him the full? Yeah, yeah, because I was, what, right oh, here? Yeah. One, two, yep. three, Yeah, that's four, 30. Five. Cool. Just double checking. Yep. All right. I'm going to run right around him, and I'm going to swing my hammer. Swing the hammer. Oh. Uh, does a 14 hit? Uh, 14 does not hit. Uh, well, then I shall swing again and try better. Uh, no, I'm, even with advantage, I'm dog shit. I uh, 13. Okay. And that would be your turn? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what a fucking way to start. <laughs> Cax, you're up. All right. I am going to turn on the one that's surrounded by Thrim and Key and pack tactic and with pack tactics gain advantage on both of my shots. Sounds good. So first shot is gonna be a twenty-five. Oh yeah. Dealing seven points of piercing. Okay. Second shot is a 27. Oh, yeah. Feeling eight points of piercing. Cool. All right. With that, the uh, the arrows that you're kind of piercing into this thing, uh, that one in particular is looking uh, decently battered. And that'll be in my turn. Okay, I don't blame you at all. It's kind of a good spot for you. Yeah. Next! Alright, shield is back down. Don't like my line of sight on that. Um, so I'm going to step forward two hexes, get a clearer line of sight. Then I'm going to use my bonus action to swing at the first lizard with the spiritual shadow fell. Okay. Hmm. For a 12. 12 does not hit, my friend. Alright, that die's going away. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to throw a Chaos Bolt at the one between Thrym and Key. Sure. You do have a clear line of sight, though. The, the handrails aren't that large on there. No, before I would have hit Kex. Aww. And Chaos... Oh, Chaos Bolt is a 27 to hit. That's a hit. Good thing you changed out dice. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. The metal dice never seem to do me real good. Okay, then. Wow. Right, let me pick my damage here. I mean, I guess, yeah, 19 points of psychic damage. Psychic damage? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> the bolt flies forward, shimmering in a whole bunch of different colors. When it finally connects with the lizard, it turns a bright purple, and I don't know if the lizard can even portray psychic damage. I fucking love that. Purple. Purple. Purple, purple. for psychic. Classic Pokemon. <laughs> right. 
right. And with that, the first lizard. So the spiritual weapon, right? That doesn't yeah. count as an obstacle, does it? No, it's it's rather ethereal, so it, it's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he has to move around it. I don't, but or if he can move through it. But I know it doesn't get an attack of opportunity. It does not. So I don't know if he has to move around it or if I don't know. I don't know. What do you What do you guys What are your thoughts on that? Maybe in my experience. Yeah, in my experience uh, with spiritual weapon in my games, um, you can walk straight through it. I I don't think it can occupy the same spaces. I think it's it's considered like the same way that you consider an ally. Yeah, that's that's what my thought was. You can walk through it. Okay, but even if you were to like run out of movement in the same spaces, it doesn't just uh, telefrag it essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just to get nice and comfy. Shifts to that spot. And you don't see it. You don't see the sack below its mouth begin to fill up. But this time, Nyx, it goes to take a bite at you. And that is a 21 to hit. Fuck. Yeah, okay. Even with shield, I am protected. Um, and that is uh, seven points of piercing damage. Okay. And after it kind of like bites at you, but you release your grip, it does kind of a very quick like side tail slap towards you for uh, nine. So you definitely uh, dodge out of being hit with its tail. Like a jump rope. Like a a jump rope. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And the second one being in a compromised position. Um, is dumb as shit, so it's going to continue to uh, do the same thing. It tries to bite a Uthrim for a nine. Did you say something, John? I didn't hear you if you did. Okay, yeah, I didn't hear you on that, just for audio. Um, And then it it swings at you with its tail for a 22. Yeah, that one will hit. And then that is eight points of bludgeoning damage, and I need you to make a constitution 11 or higher. Uh, well, that's to say, but I don't know. Okay. So you, you feel this massive chunk of tail slap into you, and you notice it has like the, the kind of amphibious frills towards the bottom that would give it some propulsion. Of like more of like a like a, a water dwelling creature that you've seen in the Underdark, but it probably uses this to move around in the lava. Um, but you brace with it, but you almost feel yourself get knocked backwards when that tail hit you. Um, and that is his turn. That brings you to Thrym. Right, I'm gonna stare this thing dead in the eyes, and then gonna cast Toll the Dead. And so he makes. He needs to make a con save of 12. Okay. Uh, he got a 16. Yep. That'll do it. And then nothing for a f- success, right? Yeah, no. 
And then I'm just going to okay. swing my hammer at him. Sure, sure. 16 to hit. Six. Pardon me, 16 hits. Did not think that was going to hit. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh. Good point. Yeah, you want to uh, yeah, go, go for it, roll oh. again, see if you can't get a crit on it. Okay. Yeah, that was low. All right. That, that's 12 points of damage. Okay. Yeah, that'll do. Okay. And you're staying right where you are? Yep. Cool. Key, you're up. All right. My pride's a little hurt, so I'm a little more determined to hit this thing. <laughs> uh, a 16 hit? 16 hits. Woo-hoo! Woo! And, uh... When I hit it, I will use my Divine Smite. So, that is six bludgeoning damage. Okay. And uh, four radiant damage. And four radiant damage? Yeah, I'm rolling like shit. All right, that is exactly what you needed. Um, So, at your... You're swinging with your Warhammer. You just come cracking down right on its spine, and it goes to turn towards you, and you just, like, backhand swipe it across its face, and then it just drops like a sack of potatoes. Sack of potatoes! Potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in your ass. Stick them in the lava. All right, so that big old lizard is dead. You still have movement if you wish. Okay. So how close can I get to the lava without uh, being in lava? I would say any hex that is still on that cracked piece right before, yeah, so that would be fine. Would this be fine? Uh, that would be fine, I'd, I'd say that, yeah. Okay, so if I'm trying to calculate uh, feet to get across. Uh, so that would be 25 feet. 25 feet, yep. so that's 30 feet, all right. Well, I am going to use good old-fashioned Misty Step. And I am going to... And I'm going to zoop my way across here. Zoop! Okay. Hello there. <laughs> and, uh... That's gonna be my turn. Okay. Axe, top of the order. I am going to turn on the one that he just appeared in front of. And would I be able to shoot at that unimp- uh, unimpaired from here? Oh yeah, yeah, you're definitely golden with with nail in that. Awesome. And because of pack tactics advantage? Oh, those are gonna miss wildly. Um, with the highest one being, uh, oh, maybe not, uh, 13? 13 does miss. Yeah. It was a four and a two. Oof. Oof. Thank God for it. Oofy. Uh, 24. 24 does hit. That'll do... Uh, 9 points of piercing damage. Okay. And I'm going to end my turn there. Holding on to that second... Or that, uh... Second surge. Sure. That brings it to Nyx. Uh, how is this lizard looking right now? Uh, this lizard... It's still looking uh, pretty, pretty good to go. It doesn't look as uh, 
battered as that other one was when I had said that. Alright, first up, I'm going to use my bonus action and swing the ethereal sword again. Excellent. What the hell? That sword does not want to hit for an 11. Nope. Alright, that's my bonus action. And for my action, I am actually going to cast Vampiric Touch. (gasps) The inaugural use. The inaugural use where I sheathe my sword, rub my hands together, and black magic just envelopes my hands, and I reach forward to touch the lizard. Touch the lizard, man. <laughs> For a 15 to hit. 15 meets its AC. Thank the gods. <laughs> thank Veyron. Yeah, thank Veyron. All right, that is uh, 3d6. For seven points of necrotic damage, which heals me, do I round up or down? Uh, for beneficial effects, I think it's ah. What does does vampiric touch say that what it does on that? It just says I heal half of the damage inflicted, so I do half of seven is three and a half. I need to know if it's yeah. Usually it's round down. Yeah. All right. So everything is rounded down. Mm -hmm. All right. So I regain three hit points. Nice. Whoa. And that will end my turn because I'm not risking an attack of opportunity. Wizard. Uh, seeing which way the wind is blowing here, um, will actually try to run away from both of you uh, to the right. So before it even goes, uh, Nyx and Key uh, would get attacks of opportunity. Now, point of order, Vampiric Touch is a concentration spell that is constantly active. Can I use that as a reacted attack of uh, opportunity, or does it have to be my sword? I believe it would have to be your sword unless you took Warcaster. But I'm not casting the spell again. It's already been cast. That's true. Let's see. I mean, it does specify until the spell ends, you can make the attack again on each of your turns as an yeah, action. Yeah, I, I just so, read that okay. too. So yeah, I'd say no, unfortunately. All right. Natural one. I didn't have oh. time to. I didn't have time to reach for my sword as he ran away. <laughs> You're too busy uh, sucking up all them life juices. Yeah, that's what I get for sheathing it. <laughs> all right, and then key, you get a swing too if you'd like. Yep. Uh, 23. 23 hits. Alright, 4. Uh, I... 6 bonking damage. Pulse. Go to horny jail, lizard. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so it kinda... It kinda takes it on the tail as you go by, Key. Okay. 25. 30, and it is beginning to uh, sink back in the lava, but it looks like it has to kind of almost like, it's like swimming through sand, if you will, so it looks like it's beginning to uh, submerge, but it isn't quite there yet. That brings it Uh, over to Thrym. uh, Just heads up, I have my Relentless Avenger, so I can move half my movement speed on an opportunity of attack. I'm just moving your character real quick so I can see what I have underneath. Yeah, I'd say you're safe there. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to look at him. 
And again, cast Toll the Dead, so that's a con save of 12. Save of 12. And that meets the AC of 12. Fuck. And... Uh, then I'm gonna throw thunder at him. Okay. Uh, 18 to hit. 18 hits, my friend. 17 points of damage. Baby. Alright, this thing is starting to look hurt from that beautiful hammer throw. Or I should say fist throw. Uh, that'll be my turn. Okay. Key. Alright. As my, bonus, as my bonus action, I use Vow of Enmity, so I have uh, advantage on this attack roll. And uh, 26 hits. Yes, sir. For 13 damage. And uh, I think I'll use another smite. I'll, I'll use another divine smite. Okay. That's 13 plus 13. So damage on radiant. top of that? Yep, 13 Ooh. radiant and 13 bonk. Okay. Okay. That little it bastard's is... still alive? That bastard's still hanging in there. I'm bonking it as hard as I can, guys. <laughs> oh, you bonked it all right. And you're staying right where you are? Uh, Yeah, I ain't afraid of no lava. All right, Cax, top of the order. All right. Um... I love the fact that that I can trust the 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 man who's died once to not be afraid of death and run straight towards lava. Pack tactic is so nice. <laughs> we go again. Two more That's a crit and a proper twenty crit. I fucking like that, but okay. Here's the damage. Alright, just that. don't don't roll a two or lower. That sucks for damage there. Uh, that's eight piercing. Eight piercing Cax, how do you kill this poor retreating little lizard that just wanted a, a Nick snack? Um, I so the way that I envision him trying to sink is he's like pushing his body down and you can just barely see the top of his head, like maybe partial of an eye, and then like the tail end of his body that might still be hanging in the lava. And I just aimed straight for the center of the eye. Okay. Launching launching an arrow from Whisper in between the uh like the ties of the railing in the the bridge itself. Okay. And all you can see is just the fletching of the arrow sticking out of his eye socket. And immediately the struggle of the lizard ceases and the the body it, it starts to like roll over as the uh as the lava is uh headed in this direction. So it begins to turn its body and just kind of roll it and you just see it like sizzle out of sight underneath the lava. Well, would I that, could, I, could I get a chance to grab the tail and yank it out? Uh, yeah, it's moving slow enough. Want to roll me an athletics check to try to do that? All right, I am good at those. Oh, I yeah. have jinx. I have jinxed myself. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, you managed to grab grab a hold of it and. You yank it out, you can do whatever you want with that poor corpse. Could you put it up above land so I'm not on lava? No, but I like you up. there. It's fun. It's really kind of tense. <laughs> I don't want to drag it up. <laughs> Alright. 
Okay. I want to check out these scales and it's like lava pouch. I'm pretty interested in this thing. Hey, next thrim. Um, Alright, uh, roll me an investigation on what you're trying to take a peek at. So the scales and the uh, the sack? The, the scales and the sack, yeah. Sure. Ah, naturally, a three. A three. You you notice as, as you're kind of like examining, this thing is very tough and the scales seem almost brittle. Um, and all you're able to do, it's, it's, it's very like well knitted together, obviously to keep the lava off of its body. And you could tell the scales are 100% what keep the lava from uh, kind of penetrating and, and killing this creature. I'm going to turn to the group and say, does anyone have anything we could use to skin this? I think we could give it to the giant and earn a little more favor from him. He clearly had no love for these lizards. I would ask Thrym. He's pretty proficient in skinning animals. And Thrym is already down on his knees skinning the one in front of him. <laughs> All right, roll me. So what are you trying to get the the scales or what are you going after here? I'm trying to see if I can like skin it in general, but if not, get as many of like the scales and things as possible. Sure. All right. Yeah. Roll a medicine check to try to get in there with the knife and be uh, Dr. Thrim MD. Zero, but I still did get a 15. All right. So you're, you take a little bit and you're, you're having a really hard time. You're using your knife to kind of get under the scales, but using all of your might, you're finally actually able to penetrate underneath one of the scales and puncture inside. And then, as far as you could tell, this is like any other creature that you've ever skinned. Once you broke that, like, barrier, the rest of it kind of loosened up a little bit. Um, and you're able to uh, get about 10 scales uh, before you start getting, like, really tired from having to almost, like, saw the, the tough uh, hide that's, like, right underneath the uh, scales. All right. Um... I would like to come over and see if I can't like well, I guess I guess Cax's entire reasoning for coming over would be to try to like retrieve a couple arrows but seeing sure. as though they probably everywhere that I shot it got submerged in lava those are probably all burnt up at this point it did unfortunately yeah um and then you 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 want to to skin this for for the giants that that kill them regularly? Well, the the giants did say that a couple of these are you know a good challenge for them, and figure we could earn a little goodwill towards those you know giants by giving them scales or proof or something that we killed one. And also, I kind of want some of the you know scales to put on the helmet. I just think that looked cool. That's a, that, that, that's a good enough reason for me to butcher something. And I'm going to pull out my scimitar. Okay. And would I be able to use my knowledge of, uh, like, skinning animals for survival? Yeah, you sure could. Awesome. So we'll survival on that. I didn't do any better than Thrym. Uh, that's a 12. <laughs> so... 
you know, two of your party members kind of digging in on these, and and you get about nine of those scales plucked out from all of your effort on that. I will hand them all to Key. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I I don't really have a use for giant lizard scale. Well, I I figure you know I'm trying to you know reshape my image. You know, no no longer the bang of Loth. I gotta find something else to kind of you know be. And I figure, hey, volcanic lizard scales are a great place to start. <laughs> uh, you all get 450 experience points each. Yahoo! It's just a little bit, but it's good. Before I walk yeah. across the bridge, I'm going to pull yes. out my hand axe, and I'm going to try and chop its tail off in just, like, one or two quick strokes. All right, athletics check go! 24. 24. Uh, your first one seems to kind of dig into the scales, and the second one you're able to pierce right through, and you have, like, a, a good foot. Uh, the, the part that has, like, the, the webbing on it is most of this portion of the tail, but you got a, about a foot chunk off of the tail. Cax is right. really in... Sorry. Cax is really interested in the fact that it could spit molten lava out of it. So, can... Can I, like, op- like try to pry open its mouth and look inside of its mouth to see if... Yeah, yeah its mouth I... is a, a gape open, so you, you peek in there, and it looks like there are three holes. Like, under its tongue is kind of out on the side from how he kind of flopped it over on the shore, and you can see three holes, and you see, like, a, a yellow viscous liquid is slowly pouring out of it and landing on the rocks near it, and you just hear a faint sizzling as it's coming out. You're getting the impression this isn't lava, uh, but something else. I want to do something that's kind of gross. You're, we have Thrym here. Nothing you do is going to be fucking gross. I want to take my scimitar and cut the tongue and see if it's, like, bleeding or if it looks cooked. <laughs> okay. All right, uh... <laughs> survival or medicine to not cut yourself while you do that. We're gonna use survival. Um, that's a 22. That's a little better. Okay, yeah, you, you cut off maybe like a foot and a half of a very thin tongue, like you, you kind of expected it to be like a larger, chunky tongue, but it's like a thin serpent's kind of tongue. Um, and it looks okay. It looks like the proximity to the lava um, may have singed it a little bit. Um, but with all, with all that, with a survival check, you get the impression when this thing is submerged, it keeps its mouth closed, and its hide protects its mouth from getting burned. Okay. Um, and then we're going to do I, something... You can, have a, you can have a tongue kebab. We're going to do something even weirder, and we're going to skewer the tongue on my rapier and go cook it near the lava. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> what, 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 what is everyone else doing while uh, Cax is having a, a nice... Uh, mid-crisis snack. Uh, I'm going to approach Nix and ask him, are you hurt? I'll be alright. Well, it's my job to get you wherever we're going safe. And, uh, if, even if it's just a little, I can help you. I appreciate that. But we'll worry about that when things get a little bit more hairy. Oh. Okay. I'm intending to leave across the bridge, but 
delight. Okay. There, there is no creaking, no shuddering. Uh, some of the acid, or the yeah, acid at this point, you guys have probably deduced that. Um, where you, where you got splashed around you, actually hasn't seemed to really affected the bridge at all. Uh, whatever this material is made out of, it's uh, pretty durable enough to stand the heat of lava, and apparently these lava lizards' acid as well. So you yeah. successfully make it across the bridge without uh, taking a nice swim lesson. I'm gonna use healing hands on myself to give myself a little more health. Okay. And that's uh, off that pool you have, right? No, so healing hands is a ASMR action. So it's a, uh, I can touch a creature and give it uh, hit points equal to my level. Just okay. do it and once for uh, long rest. Okay. Uh, he's really uh, blowing all of his shit around on the first fight, isn't he? Yeah. Blowing his load. That just makes later more interesting. You had to say it, man. You had to say it. <laughs> so, I rolled a, a follow-up survival to cook the tongue, and I rolled sure. a six. A six? Yeah. You, it's a little burnt, but it, yeah. it's uh, it's passable. I'm gonna, like, stand up, because I'm imagining I'm laying down, like, kind of holding the rapier over the lava because I, I can't quite reach it if I'm standing up. I've got short and, short and stubby arms. All I need and... is one swift kick forward and the cax is gone. And I kind of stand up and look at it and it's all burnt. <laughs> I hold it out. Does does anyone want tongue jerky? Yeah, it's I'll better than it. no jerky. I look at them and I'll say, uh, rock, paper, scissors? Sure. Oh, wait, we should probably say it instead of just going off of each other's thing. Yeah. All right. Rock. Rock. Paper. paper. Scissors. Scissors. Shoot. Shoot. They tied. Tie. They keep going. Rock. Rock. Paper. Paper. Scissors. Scissors. Shoot. Shoot. That was a delayed reaction, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so. You, You get the jerky. I'll take it and I'll eat it. Besides take being burnt to hell, it tastes from from your experience. It tastes like a like a dried chicken jerky. It's very it, since Cax overcooked it, it, it took a lot of the moisture out of it. So it's it's passable. It, it it puts a little bit of something in your stomach. I'm imagining that Cax was like holding it out, offering it. They saw them doing rock, paper, scissors, and then Thrym just comes over and takes the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> and Cass is just left there with a rapier with singe marks, and he's like, oh. <laughs> Stows his rapier and follows after Nyx. So the only, uh, as, as Nyx, I'm assuming, is looking around, um, there's a little bit of raised elevation, like you're going up a little bit of a hill, and then a circular hole that leads off uh, to the left. You can't quite see around the corner. There is uh, a little bit of illumination from this chamber down there, but not very much. Uh, Nyx actually isn't looking around. Well, hell. He... Well, you all notice there's an elevation with a... What? Before we continue, we'll see John. Yeah, I think this is a 
we'll take a break right here and we'll be right back with, awesome. uh, with uh, Lava Lizard Cuisine. All right. So, welcome back. So you guys uh, have your Lava Lizard trophies. Nyx is wandering around and you guys have a clear exit in front of you. Uh, about how long would you take their skinning tactics? Probably close to 20, maybe 25 minutes. They were all kind of farting around with their dead prey. Would you have considered that a short rest? Uh, what's a short rest according to that? Since you have that out. I have no fucking clue. That's not what I was reading. I a short rest was like an hour. Short rest, I believe, is an yeah, at least one hour long. So unfortunately, not. That'd be about half that time. Okay. Uh, Minuscule rest. In that time, then, um, if it had been a short rest, I was going to roll a hit die. But um, can I attempt to connect with Veyron while we're in the mountain? Uh, yeah, you're more than welcome to try. D one hundred. D one hundred, my friend. I should probably start taking this die out more often, since I do this every game. Right. Ouch. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Through the the bubbling of the lava and the noises of your compatriots grunting as they're ripping open the flesh of the creatures you've just recently slain, it it's hard down here. Um. In the areas you've done this before, it's been relatively quiet and peaceful for you to do this. Um, so you you kind of just reach into all that is magical about yourself, and at this point, you're not even getting like the static. All right. You're not sure if it's because of the ambient noise or your location or what. Yeah. All right. So I'll return to the group and just, can we? Can we leave now? Are you done finding your next meal? I I didn't even get any. You offered it to us. To share? And you should have said yeah, that. You gotta specify these things. Yeah, no, this is on you, Gax. That's fair. I mean, I could try <laughs> and get some of it back if you want, and I'll start jamming no. my fingers down my throat. No, I don't want it. You don't want a little unswallowed lizard tug? No. And it's already swallowed. It would be undigested. Yeah, but he's unswallowing it. That's fair. <laughs> Alright, what are you guys doing? I'll address the group and say, well, uh, which way are we going? I'd say towards the chant where we heard the chanting. Well, where you heard the chanting. I, I didn't hear such things, so I guess, uh, Lead the way, Thrym. I'll go towards the opening where I heard the chanting. All right, so that leads you... Uh, the This side of the chamber has, like, an elevation to it um, that brings you to that circular hole you guys had recognized from across the bridge. And it looks like it's, like, an elbow to the left. Um, a lot of illumination from the lava is still coming over here, but it looks like the as it goes around that elbow, the illumination disappears. Just keep going. Sure. Um, so, Thrym, as you turn around the bend, you are greeted with a massive dwarven face. 
you take a step back and realize that you are looking at a big circular door. Um, think, uh, think a bank vault. And the, the face is taking up the majority of this door. So from top to bottom, it's gotta be like nine feet tall and about equal size in diameter. Um, it is very meticulously detailed, decalated. I can't even speak. Uh, you can actually see individual hairs etched into this metal that make up the dwarf's beard. And a scar runs down the side of the face above the right eyebrow and down the cheek. And the right eye actually has no detail in it. Um, unlike the other eye, as you look over to compare, and you actually see a red jewel in the eye socket. The the door, quote-unquote, itself is actually open, just a crack. And that is what you are... You're the first one there. Uh, the other ones haven't gone around that bend yet. I want to try and pry out the jewel. Okay. I need you to just do a, a straight uh, strength check with your strength modifier. 19. 19. As hard as you try with your big, thick stone giant hands, you can actually not get that jewel out of the socket. Okay. At this point, uh, I'm assuming the party is following. Yep. So you guys go around the corner right as you hear Thrym grunting as he's trying with all of his strength to pull this red jewel out of this giant dwarven face door. Uh, do we hear the chanting coming through the slightly ajar door? Roll me that perception check, Key. Ah, I am over two on those so far. I gotta hit it sometime. <laughs> Keep trying. We gotta go. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, you stop and very faintly in between Thrym's grunting, you swear you hear some sort of humanoid utterance echoing from somewhere beyond this door. I'm going to put a hand on Thrym's shoulder as he's pulling, and I'm going to say, could you avoid making any sort of noise that could give us away to the people inside? I'll, I'll stop trying to pull the jewel out and just be like, sorry. <laughs> we can get it after, man. Don't worry. It's... Uh, can I take a peek inside? Sure. So you, you go to the door. It's it's only open a crack. Um. Since you're you're kind of looking at this door and kind of seeing what you can see, uh, roll me an investigation as well. Okay, okay. Uh, nine. Nine. So as you kind of you you actually have to grab the door, and you expect a lot of like resistance, and you're worried a little bit about like creaking. But as you kind of open the door a little bit, it it rotates on its hinges very well. It, it feels like you're opening a freaking wooden door of a hut. Like, there's no, like, resistance to this at all, and there's no noise at all. Like, this door, um, as you open it, probably has to be close to a foot thick. Um, it's definitely meant to last in this position. Um, and you open it without fail, and you, you take another peek, and you swear you do hear echoing, although you're not entirely sure if it's your ears playing tricks on I'll turn to Cax and say, I, I I thought I heard chanting coming from inside of there, but uh, I'm going to look down at my armor. I'm not exactly one known for sneaking, so 
you could sneak in or we could run in. I I, I think there is something there, though. I guess I could take a look. All right, so Cax, you're going to venture in? As quiet as a church mouse. All right, church mouse, roll me that stealth check. Church mice, like, quieter than synagogue mice? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but with a 19, am I as quiet as a church mouse? You're pretty fucking quiet. Than... Yeah. Oh. So we're not, you... like, quite two ninjas on socks. No, but, but you're not stomping down the hall like Thrym trying to pry uh, some jewelry from a door. Um, right. <laughs> so you peek in, and... and... He had only listened. Uh, you look down, and in your dark vision, um, the first 60 or so feet that reaches your, your dark vision, it's black and white, and you're noticing the walls have almost like a reflective sheen, because up ahead, right past where your dark vision has your black and white, there is a, a reddish glow coming from another elbow that bends to the right. Um, and the, the reddish glow kind of gives this hallway uh, a circle-like quality. It's just a train train tunnel down that bends to the right. And there's I, there are no distinguishing features in this hallway. Okay. I have a 90-foot dark vision with Whisper. No, you don't. Fuck you. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah. All right. So all the way down the hall, uh, <laughs> you see. <laughs> so still, actually, all the details are still the same. Uh, okay. The glow doesn't quite reach you, so the, for yeah. a lot of it is black and white, and then the color okay. uh, kicks in with that. But you can see the whole hallway, and it's just a long, circular, smooth hallway. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna... So it, it, it does bend, though? It does, it does bend to the right, yes. Okay. I'm gonna make my way up to that bend, and just kind of slowly peek around it. And I'm not sure. gonna, like, round the corner, but I'm just gonna poke my head. Okay. You lean up against the wall and like turn your head kind of thing. Yeah, I, I um, actually I like push up against the wall and just tip my head over to the side. Like it's not even like a try to like peek around the corner. I just walk to the wall and then <laughs> poke my head out. Sure. So as you do that, it looks like it opens into a massive uh from that angle, it looks like some sort of large chamber. And it is glowing, just like the previous chamber. Um, from where you are, you can't see any lava, but you get the impression somewhere in this next room is uh, a lot more lava based off the glow. Um, stretching out in front of you is a stone bridge that in in a cross section um, looks like it goes in three separate directions. And I see anyone. You cannot see anyone. Okay. I'm going to leave and go back to the door. <clears throat> and, uh, guys, there's, there's another room, uh, down this hallway around a corner. I, I didn't go into it, but, but there's definitely some shit going down. I'll turn to Nixon, Thurman Cax, and say, well, we could try, uh, what we did with, uh, Grim. Again, you know, I could go and I get their attention and you guys might be able to be undetected. Considering how well that went last time. I oh, don't no, know. There is no branches on here for down here for you to step on. 
So No, there are plenty of rocks to trip over, and apparently my feet cannot be trusted. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know about you boys, but uh, people, you know, chanting in a mountain and stuff, I'd probably not good. Uh, Very not good. All, all in favor of a uh, bonk first and ask questions later. If if we if we really want, I can I can go about as undetected as a rat in the city streets. He does have a point. He is very similar to a rat. That's, that's I don't think that's what I meant, but maybe. If it's not what you meant, then don't use the analogy. This is fucking, all new to me. Fucking rat. Should, should we all like have preset analogies or <laughs> regarding streets and a rodent? I mean, I'm like a house in the middle of the street, you know. Maybe someone will make a song about that, but... What are the walls made out of? Uh, Thrym, with your architectural knowledge and artisanship with uh, stonework, uh, you... So you go into the hallway? Yeah, I'll, I'll try and sneak into the hallway. Sure, so you, you, you walk right out there, kind of getting the impression it's okay, because, uh... Our, our our rat in the city streets has uh, come and gone. Um, you put your hand up and you immediately recognize this as a, uh, a version of bas a basalt. And it looks like all of the imperfections have been buffed out. Like this is a nice smooth hallway. And you can see even with your limited dark vision, um, the, the kind of reflections of the light coming down. And someone would have had to uh, done this purposefully. This isn't something like natural in like in things that you've ever seen. Uh, what about the floor? Uh, the floor is actually just a flat version of that. Like it, it goes up into a circle and then it's flat right on the floor. Like you're not gonna, you know, if you put some water down, you're not gonna slip and slide on it. It is on the rougher side, but it's been buffed out so that there's no imperfections in it. So it's not something I can hide again. Um, not particularly. It's more of like a natural rock-hewn yeah. area. Yeah, this is more unnatural. Somebody manufactured this, so you wouldn't be able to get the uh, stealth bonus from this. So I'm just gonna like peek my head back through the door and just be like, "Are we going or not?" If everybody else say, "If you and I can charge in, you know, they can follow up." If we finally have a nice narrow one way in thing so we can actually you know handle them in the front works for me i would i would much rather get this over with all right with that i'm gonna i'm gonna spin my hammer in my hand kind of crack my neck all right i'm ready when you are boys i'm gonna wait till keys next to me and then i'm just gonna start walking down the hallway sure so marching order is you two side by side which there is enough yep. room in this uh hallway followed by Cax and Nix. Yep. Cool. So in a two-by-two two formation, you guys get to the bend, and um, Thrym, you are now able to see that peeking around the corner along with Key, that it looks like right in the middle of four stone bridges is an intersection. Uh, but you you can't tell from your angle. The, the tunnel goes around the bend and goes for about 20 more feet and then opens up into a large chamber. But it looks like there are 
uh, three ways to go up ahead of you. I'm gonna keep walking. Sure. So, uh, you're keeping step with him, Key? Yeah, I'll keep a step with him. Okay, so you guys reach the edge of where the tunnel drops off, and looking around, you guys are in some sort of cylindrical chamber that goes up and down. Uh, you guys are now at the foot of this bridge that goes from the tunnel out to a middle platform and uh, three separate entrances right at like cardinal directions uh, are up ahead of you. The first thing you guys notice is the bridge directly ahead of you uh, looks like it broke off. And in front of it, it looks like another tunnel would have been there, but it looks like some sort of uh, rock slide had broken the bridge and blocked that entrance. So from where you two are at now, you've uh, eliminated it to, at the middle of this, you'll either take a left or you'll take a right. Uh, Nix, Nix and Cax, are you holding back or are you walking with them? I am staying back a good 20 feet. Okay. I'm not leaving Nix's side. Okay. He has yet to lead me astray. Okay, so you guys are, are probably still back at the elbow uh, while they're 20 feet ahead of you right at that spot. I want to listen to hear which way to, yeah, the chanting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, perception checks from both y'all. Fifteen. Seventeen. Both of you do hear a faint chanting. Uh, you're not quite able to tell where it's coming from, though. Um, and as you guys are perceiving and looking up, uh. You guys, you both look up and you see an L-shaped bridge. Maybe you'd estimate a good 80 feet above you. That seems to go somewhere else. And you also look down. And when you do, at differing heights, close to a dozen different bridges span the gap of the chamber. Some of them L-shaped, some of them plus-shaped, some of them in like a Y-shape all going to different areas. The first one closest to you has to be a good 60 feet down. And then there's another one below that and another one below that. And if, with the bottom of this cylindrical chamber, you just see uh, a floor of lava. Right or left, what do you think? Um, here, I'm thinking of a number, or pick one or two. Two. We're going left. Works okay. for me. So you guys are going on to this bridge to the center of the platform? Yep. Okay. Other party members? As soon as uh, Cax sees them step foot on the bridge and turn left, he's going to move to the opening of the tunnel. Sure. Um, and you had seen them kind of look up and down, so you follow suit, and you realize you guys are in somewhere massive. Yeah, I'm not breaking the party, so... Okay. I'm gonna just for keep trying to stay back, but keep them in sight. All right, just for shits and giggles, I just drew up a little thing for you. Aww. <laughs> so you guys Impressive. are yeah. My artistry will will totally get me uh, into art school someday, guys. If it doesn't, don't don't start a world war. I don't think I'll start a world war now. Okay, I'm not. Perfect. That's not my bag. All right, so. Key and Thrym. So you guys are approaching the, the center platform? Yep. Okay. Uh, the first thing you two notice is uh, etched on the sides of these bridges 
in these circles that I'm kind of making it look like testicles. And you notice as you walk by these, um, there is writing on them. Uh, but you guys are not recognizing the language. As we're walking past him, I'll tell Thrym, I wish I spoke gibberish. Hold on. Next. Yeah? There's some writing here. Can you read it? All right, I'll, I'll walk up next to him and inspect the writing. Do I recognize it? Uh, you recognize it in your uh, knowledge as Dwarven. Well, I can tell you it's Dwarven, but can't read it. Well, well if, we, if we can't read it, it's not much use to us. We decided left. Okay. Maybe we did. So you guys are headed to the left. And uh, Nix and Cax, are you just following right behind them now, or are you sticking back? No, I'm still letting them lead, but I'm going to hang back about 10 or 15 feet now. Sure. Okay, so our two big brutes uh, now reach the other end of this cylindrical chamber, um, and another tunnel is up ahead of you, except this one doesn't venture left or right at all. It just goes straight. And the the glow from this room only reaches a certain point, um, maybe about a hundred feet down, and then after after that, uh, key. What's your dark vision? Grant you sixty, right? Uh, let's give it a quick little check. Yep, sixty. Sixty. Okay. Um, so you guys can't see beyond uh, where the glow ends. Like your your dark vision is fine because you've got the glow. Then at a hundred feet of the glow, you can't see down that hallway at all. I'll still confidently stride till we reach that glow. Sure. So as you go down, uh, both of you um, are starting to get this smell of like dust, like old dust, and you are starting to get a little bit of almost like a rot smell. And your your dark vision at the point where the light goes out probably right at the edge of your dark vision, because both of you have 60. Um, it looks like it does start to open up. I'll look at uh, Thrym and say, you want to charge in there? You know, or just to be safe? Fuck it, why not? Alright. We're going balls deep. Alright, so right up until uh, it opens up, or are you guys just going to keep charging in there? We're, we're going to keep charging in there, you oh, kidding? Yeah. Alright. So, to scare the shit out of whatever's in there. So suddenly, uh, Nix and Cax see the two just rush right into the darkness. And right at your dark vision, Nix, you see them disappear. Um, as you guys are assuming... At 120 feet? At 120 feet, you see them disappear in. Um, are you chasing after? Or are you guys walking? No, I'm just gonna mutter like, ah, oh, fuck, let's go, Cax. <laughs> and try to catch up with them. Sure, so you guys hoof it down as well, but they're still... You hear them up ahead, but they're right out of your vision with how fast they've been running, got a little bit of an edge on you. Um, in the darkness, my two bulky bros, uh, you are seeing bunk beds. Very short, squat bunk beds. And you are seeing dwarven skeletons. Um laying on the floor. Some of them are in bed. Some of them are dangling off the beds. But these things are ancient from the look of them. None of them have flesh on them. None of them have weapons. None of them have armor. Um, you're seeing broken wooden footlockers that appear to have been smashed to pieces ages ago. 
you're noticing up on the walls where those wooden racks are, where you'd hang like pikes and axes and stuff. Those are there, but they've got like old nasty cobwebs on them from smaller spiders. Uh, this room has probably been picked clean from what you can tell. And 60 feet ahead of you, it keeps going. We're running, I'll say, I'll bet you they spoke Dwarven. <laughs> probably. We'll keep going down the road. Okay. Yeah. You guys are focused straight ahead of you? Yep. Okay. So eventually, after another 20 seconds of running forward, you guys seem to have hit, like, a landslide ahead of you. Um, architectural bricks mashed in with giant chunks of volcanic basalt have just completely caved this area in. Um, there's no semblance of a doorway around you, but uh, judging by the beds that are kind of smashed in there, it looks like this room could have gone even further if it wasn't for this cave-in. Um, Nyx and Cax, uh, you guys are still charging down. Um, both of you roll me perception checks. Does my passive count? Yeah, your passive would count. All right, let's say a 14 then. <laughs> we'll go with that too. Sure. What's in yours is 14 as well? My pass is also 14. All right, both of you on your way down after these dilapidated, broken, some of them whole dwarven bunk beds. Um, Nyx, you're the first one to notice. You're on the left-hand side as you guys are running. There is a larger skeleton that is still wearing... Uh, some sort of leathers as you guys are running down and you stop immediately when you see this and Cax almost immediately sees it like a split second after you and it just it looks out of place can I inspect it? absolutely so you guys uh, look over at it um, and it the bones are thicker um, and Cax you're the first one to notice this is the skeleton of a dragon you have a little bit of a more innate knowledge of what the skeletal remains would look like versus um, a drow wood. Uh, the skeleton is in a fetal position. Um, it, it looks like it was tucked up against the bunk facing behind you. And it is wearing, like, old musty leathers. A dragon or a dragonborn? A dragonborn. Oh. That makes more sense for the leathers. <laughs> um, As Nyx gets closer, um, Cax would would uh, pull Whisper off his shoulders and knock an arrow. Sure. Not drawing it, just knocking it and holding. Okay. I won't have you guys roll an investigation or anything like that. It's, it's a very cut and dry thing. Uh, what you guys do notice from that is there is a you guys can't see it because there's no light, but you do see some sort of stain underneath the body. Uh, at this point, you would assume it's very old dried blood that had just stained the floor. Um, and you can, both of you can tell there is a small satchel that is tied to the uh, musty leathers chest piece. Can I look at the satchel? You sure can. It's a beautifully crafted satchel that it's just old as fuck. So as you, like, hold it, you can feel it's very brittle. 
Like if you if you like kind of you know like bent it a little bit, the leather would probably crack because of the lack of like care and moisture on can this. I, can I look in it? You can look in it. Uh, you you pop it open, and as you angle it to pop it open, you hear a little bit of jingling inside. And as you look in, uh, you see about ten gold pieces, an old like canteen bottle and it looks like to be uh, a small book about this big pardon me on the inside of it I'm taking the book and dropping the satchel sure with the coin still in the satchel (laughs) (laughs) I saw a book I'm taking that sure thing so you take a look at the book yeah yeah let's take a look at the book you uh, the book, the book, the, the front cover. This is a little bit more preserved than the rest of it because it was kind of protected a lot from the dry air. The the old nasty satchel kind of kept it into an insulated space, so the the book itself uh, doesn't seem to have taken much damage. It's still a little brittle, but you're able to kind of open up. There's nothing on the front. There's nothing on the back. Nothing on the side. It looks like it's just an old journal. Um, and as you open it up, um, you can't recognize the handwriting at all. Um, this is actually the, the, the scribbling is more foreign to you than, uh, the dwarven would be, or even like how common was when you first learned common. Like this is a pretty, this is a moderately obscure language. You're not sure what it is. You sure I speak abyssal? What the fuck? I mean, abyssal's pretty obscure. Abyssal is very obscure, but this doesn't really remind you of Abyssal. All right, I'm I'm going to pocket the book. I'm I'm keeping that for further study. Okay, Cax, what are you doing as this is happening? Do I see Nyx like pick up a book and not read it? Uh, roll me a perception check. I heard coins. <laughs> So apparently I'm hyper-focused on coins. I rolled okay. a nine. <laughs> All right. A nine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, you would have, uh, yeah, you would have uh, fixated on the, the jingle jangle of the uh, crusty satchel on the ground. I think coins go click clack. All right. Um, I probably would go over to the satchel. After hearing coins clanking and like open it up and look for myself. Okay, you did see you you did see like Nix looking at something, but you you weren't sure what it was. Okay, you assume he just kind of took whatever he fancied and left the rest for you. Okay, I'll uh take the ten gold out of there. Okay, so at this point, um, Thrym and Key, you you guys have reached the end. It looks horrendously caved in. Um, and about 120 feet back, you heard your allies running towards you, and then they stopped. So you no longer hear the footfalls behind you. I'm going to poke the cave in. I think it's an illusion. Okay. So I'm going to... Uh, yeah, for, for you, that that would be a investigation. All right. Uh, 15. 15. Uh, you poke and prod, and as far as you can tell, this is 
it doesn't seem like any illusion you've seen. Like, you go and you punch it, and then you wiggle it, and then you kind of feel around, and everything seems pretty legit cave-in rock to you. What the fuck are you doing? I, I, th- <laughs> I think this is a trick. I don't trust this. It's a cave-in. So we think. W- what do you think it is? I think it's an illusion. I think there's something behind it, and I'm going to push as hard as I can on it. All right. Uh, do a strength check and add your mods. Uh, so would that be athletics too? Uh, no, that would just be roll a d20 and then add your strength modifier. All right, uh, 11. 11. So you go ahead and you just brace your feet and try to, like, push, and you're not getting anywhere. So all of a sudden, you kind of reverse, and you plant your feet up against the wall, and you try to pull, and nothing is happening. This thing is, uh, uh, pardon me, rock solid. Perhaps this isn't an illusion. Well, (laughs) just to be safe, I want to look at it and see if I sense any magic coming off of it. Sure, roll me that beautiful arcana. Ten. Ten. You sense no no sort of emanation coming from this wall. Yeah, I think this is just a cave-in. We are inside a mountain, so that would make sense. Yeah. No, I... I don't know. I, I I had a hunch. I guess I was wrong. This is, this is why I ain't leader of the group, man. Hey, better safe than sorry, right? Hell yeah. And uh, I'm going to start walking back towards the way we came. Same. Yeah. So you guys uh, both meet up as, uh, as the looting is coming to an end with the uh, dragonborn and the satchel on the ground. So what lies ahead? Uh, not an illusion. Uh, it's just a cave-in. Thanks for the clarification. Do we turn back and take the other direction then? Yep, I checked. But, uh... Yeah. Maybe we won't start charging until we get in the tunnel again. Yeah, why well, uh, wait until the chanting is loud? Good idea. Our big two cavalry members now also see the uh, skeleton of the dragonborn. It's a weird fucking dwarf. Right? Like that thing's that thing's gonna be like six and a half feet tall. <laughs> the tallest dwarf I've ever seen. Yeah. Dude, this this guy must have been so cool when like all the other dwarves were probably looking at him. He was like, Oh hey, I'm tall. You know, he probably didn't fit in anywhere. Be... Damn, what's I could have seen him? Tallest, world's tallest dwarf just hidden in the mountain. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cax, are you? What are, what are you doing currently? You you were digging the stuff out of there. I'm kind of, I'm kind of baffled, to be honest. That uh, first of all, that that none of the three of these uh, fine gentlemen know what a dragonborn is, and also that I might not be the dumbest person here. <laughs> um, but um, besides that, um. Tax is probably gonna like turn like I'm assuming like everyone's like walking back towards the entrance. He's gonna uh, say to Nix, "Hey, hey, Nix, what what did you find? I have I got coins. Do you still have the satchel on you? Um, it would probably be in my hands. Okay. Like, 
So you, okay, so as you do that, you hold up the satchel towards Nick saying, I got coins, like all proud. And you actually notice some writing on the back of the satchel. Ooh. And you recognize the language. It is in Draconic. Ah! <laughs> the name is, uh, the word is Balasar. Why'd you get all excited, Cax? Because this, this bag has a name. Look, and I'm going to turn it around and show it to you. Uh, Nyx, as you look at the, the wording on the back of that, it seems to be the same etchings that are inside of that notebook. What does it say? Uh, my draconic is a, is a little rusty. Uh, Balasar. Yeah, Balasar. That sounds more like a name for a person, not a bag. Maybe this belonged to the Dragonborn. Could you find a Dragonborn? Cax looks at you and says, <laughs> Did you actually think that was a six foot dwarf? <laughs> Everything else was a dwarf, and I've got to instantly realize my mistake. <laughs> do you want Cax to know it? <laughs> do do you not know what the remains of a dragonborn look like? No, I've never seen them before. I just figured this was an abnormal dwarf, you know? They all look like circus freaks. What's one circus freak among circus freaks? You know, <laughs> a, a dwarf with a pituitary disorder. <laughs> Literally twice as tall as it should be. Yeah, it's like, not impossible. It, it so very well skeleton, could be impossible. The skeleton isn't worth any money. But I'm like holding up the skeleton like I was about to tuck it away. <laughs> I mean, isn't isn't every skeleton worth no money? Well, if it was the, the world's tallest dwarf, I thought maybe it might have been. Look at the skull. It looks it doesn't even look like a like a dwarf skull. I'm going to grab the, the jaw and say, Audi, I'm Balahar. Ah. <laughs> and as you do that, the jaw, like, pops right off the skull. Oh. Just maybe like, hang it over a rib, rib bone. Maybe <laughs> we shouldn't, like, de 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 what's what's the word? De desecrate the dead? Yeah, desecrate the dead. Thank you. Right. So I'll just drop the skeleton. <laughs> like, unceremoniously. Yeah. <laughs> and just clatters to the floor. I'll, I'll look at Thrym and say, I, I thought we agreed not to desecrate it, and I'm going to kind of push it into a corner and put a blanket over it. <laughs> just kick it. Like, kick it with the side of your foot to the edge of the room. <laughs> this poor fucking dragon board, man. Not, it's not a dragonborn, it's a six-foot dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought it was, guys. But yeah, it's... it's. I thought draconic was something a lot of people knew. Well, it's not something I know. Oh. Take a look at this, and I'll pull the journal from my pocket and hand it to Cax. Say, can you read any of this clearly uh... without stuttering or, you know, being dumb? I can I can read without a stutter. 
I I don't I don't know that I can just read it. Translate it without a stutter. Just read it. I will read it. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Fuck, did you write up a journal? Yes, yep. he did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Next time on Night Owl Nerds. <laughs> Do with it as you will, Cax. I'm going to, like, okay, I know how I'm going to do this. Uh, do Do we just want to stand here, or do we want to to keep moving? I can, I can try to follow you and and read this if we don't want to want to wait. This is a one direction tunnel. I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw up a dancing light just above Cax's head to give him some illumination, and then just kind of encourages down the hallway. Okay. So you guys are just slowly, cautiously now, because you have an illuminated light, are just kind of paying attention to both uh, Cax and the area in front of you, kind of expecting something to rush out of the darkness. So Cax is going to be holding the journal in front of him and, like, reading it, and he's going to grab your hand, Nix, and put it on his head, and then... Grab the grab the journal again, and hope that you don't walk him into a wall. <laughs> Going to very, very gradually walk closer to the wall on Cax's side, so he scrapes his shoulder. And while you do that, I'm going to read through this journal. So, if I'm not talking, assume that I'm actually reading IRL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Matt wrote a freaking journal. It's get, actually pretty. It sick. literally flagged me for like a, a character limit <laughs> when I tried <laughs> to copy paste it. Get reading, boy. So we'll just uh, keep on strolling. All right. So just uh, clarify. So, Cax, you're just reading this. Uh, you're not. You're not narrating it to anybody. You're just absorbing this as you go, or. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna be reading this, or I'm gonna be absorbing it as I go, and then sure. when I come across things that I think might be of note. I'll, I'll say it out loud. Okay, perfect. All right, so um, at a cautious pace, you guys, in about five or so minutes, make it down the hallway after countless rows of bunk beds and uh, dwarven skeletons. Um, with the illuminated light, you're, you're not entirely sure, glancing at them, what they died from or why they died in the positions they did. But it doesn't look like uh, combat related. So you guys um, make it. Uh, now you guys are at the portion where the hallway turns back into the bridge area in the cylindrical chamber. Well, we came from the other way. Let's go. Let's just keep going one way we haven't. Sure. So you guys make it across the other way. Let me find this. Um, at this point, you guys make it past the bridge. Um, you're all, you're all kind of paying attention. You're not seeing anything. You're not noticing any sort of noises. Um, the chanting, you're not sure if it's getting louder, but all four of you can hear an echoing chanting somewhere in the cylindrical chamber coming from somewhere. Um, now as you go down into this new hallway, it's... It becomes the same shape as the other one, except you guys are now seeing artwork on the walls. Like, 
think like you know pictographs hieroglyphics of sorts of just you're getting the impressions more art um and you still have the lights up nix i have the one up over cax's head okay so as you guys are walking you all clearly see um there are little pictographs of dwarves standing over anvils and some of them have hammers that they're pulling down a couple more have tongs and it looks like in the tongs there's like long little bits of something uh and a couple more are what they're pushing what looks almost like mine carts over to where the anvils are and there's also what looks like a large cauldron shaped thing that almost the the pictograph makes it look like an upside down bell and it looks like there's like steam coming out of it um you guys now the illumination kind of fades as that hallway now ends and you guys are now going into another chamber um immediately in front of you and a little bit outside of your vision on the left and the right of this room there are anvils um on standing platforms maybe two or three feet higher than the current floor um there doesn't there doesn't seem to be any tools the rest of the room is completely pitch black except for um maybe a hundred feet out uh nix uh you're you're really the only one who sees this with it with to, up to that point it looks like there is a glowing source somewhere on the floor uh out of the range of the light uh, but you're not quite sure uh, what it means quite yet. The other thing you're noticing around you, especially with that light hanging there, uh, is that there are these massive chains that come down from the ceiling and attach to these uh, pythons next to the anvils. And the chains seem to be connected to these, like, coffin-shaped boxes. And they look like they're, I don't want to say coffin, but they're about the size of, like, a humanoid coffin. Uh, a rectangular box that's hanging from these chains. And they're not swinging or anything, they're all dead-centered, um, and it looks like they're being supported above you, maybe 20 or so feet, by those chains. Thrym, watch your head. We wouldn't want to start any unnecessary noise. Nyx, you feel Cax suddenly stop. Hold on. Cax, what did you find? Uh, this... This was a, 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 a journal of of some sort uh it looks like that that dragonborn was was looking for the dwarven city of gaunt gauntel grim gauntelgrim and that's that's what the the door was that that, that that we found earlier with the 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 gem in it um he came down here with with some some mercenaries he hired to keep him safe and they ran into bandits um, but the mercenaries seem to have killed them. Um, and then, uh, one of the mercenaries fell in some lava and died. And then, an elf and a gnome mercenary, which I don't know why you'd hire a gnome mercenary, got ate by one of the lizards. And it left the dragonborn with two mercenaries, and then they ended up leaving a few days later. And, I, I guess none of that matters. Um, he fell down a lava tube and found the door... And he needs this to be returned to a, a Gregory Bridgeford in Neverwinter, north of the river. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is wild! 
He says the discovery, his last entry says, the discovery is bigger than me, bigger than all, and then it kind of trails off right here, and I point, and it's like, like, scribbled, almost like you'd, like, I don't know, died <laughs> right then. Um, <laughs> Actively like, being murdered as he writes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he, it says that he, when he fell down the lava pit, he, it's kind of dark, but he wished that he had fallen into lava, or the lava tube, he wished that he fell into lava to die, um, like, peacefully and painlessly, which I don't think that lava kills you painlessly, it's hot, very hot, um, and he broke his arm and his leg, but he must have been left-handed, because it says he broke his right arm, and he's still writing with the same, like, or he was committed to his craft and pushed through the pain to write. Potentially, I I wouldn't. But we I would say this screw to... it. Throw the journal in the lava. <laughs> well, apparently it was more important than his life. Clear it says it's bigger than him. And he was pretty big. Compared you to go. you, sure. Yeah. Trim, come here. Can you stow this away in the bag of holding? I would rather this not get hurt. Oh, uh, one other thing. It did mention roaring from one of the bridges below him, so I don't know if that really matters or not, but he did hear roaring. It's a volcano, they roar. I I don't know what kind of volcanoes you, you've heard. I've never heard a volcano roar. You I've heard, heard it bears roar. You heard it roaring earlier. It shook the floor. I thought that was Thrym's stomach. And that also <laughs> roars. When he hasn't had enough tiefling. It's a good thing he doesn't eat cacks. Yet. 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 He can eat so cobalt, just not cacks. Alright, so I'm I'm handing the journal off to Thrym to put in the bag of holding. And I will place it there. I'm snuffing out the dancing light and encouraging us to move forward. Are you are you not scared of something like really big being down here? Like we've bigger than fought, the lizards? We've fought several large things and I mean if it's really a threat to us, Thrum can just eat it. You seem to be I... equally frightened of his stomach. I I, I don't know. I'm no size. You're I could be eaten. You're afraid of everything. I cannot gauge your fear of one thing against another one. That's everything fair. is equally scary to you. That's a why butterfly I'm not could fly in front of you, and you would be terrified of it. That's that's probably true as well. Right. So until we see what created this purported roaring, that is when I will start gauging fear. So when you're scared, I'm scared. Sure. Go with that. Can you and tell when me I'm when you're scared, scared? You're terrified. Got it. That's a good thing to do. If you're scared, I'm key. <laughs> we appreciate your input. <laughs> He's going to laugh at his stupid little joke and keep walking. You should be proud Nick's, of yourself. Nyx takes one point of psychic damage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to petition that that is the name of this fucking episode. 
<laughs> Dad jokes. If you're eyes. scared, I am key. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, to recap, you got anvils on a race platforms on both sides of you. Um, it looks like to be four uh, large anvils. Um, and it looks like hanging boxes, four large hanging boxes above you being suspended by four chains that connect to pythons and the path ahead of you, which has a, a glowing uh, area up ahead of you that you guys can't quite see. Your dark vision does not uh, reach that far. Should they yank one of the boxes down or open it? Uh, in order to do that, you would need to probably either jump on Thrym's head and then jump off or... Uh, play with the chains. I look, I look at Cax and I say, if I toss you up on that box, think you could climb up and try to see if there's any way to loosen it to get it to fall? Can we not make unnecessary noise? I want to see what's in the box. Then go up there and get it yourself, but don't make noise. I'm too short. Come on, exactly. spider legs. If he, if he goes up, if I toss him up there, and he, I don't know if it's locked or something, but I could catch it. For three minutes, I can catch you. We can get if, it on the you, way back. If you throw him up and miss, you create a, 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 a cacophony of metal clanging against each other. The more time we spend standing here arguing about this, the more time these cultists have to raise whatever they're trying to raise. Can we right, please fine. just move on before the volcano erupts beneath our feet? All right, geez, I won't make a cacophony. That's another point of psychic <laughs> damage. <laughs> You're gonna kill Nyx with puns and terrible jokes. <laughs> How'd your campaign end, dad jokes? Oh god. <laughs> Alright, so you're all moving forward? Yep. Thrim? Yeah. Sorry, I just can't since I can't see you, I wanna make sure we're all in a oh, collective yeah. thing. Okay, so as you guys get closer, uh Nix, you're the first one to notice because of your dark vision that it looks like um, the glowing is getting brighter as you're going. It's just, it's a rectangular chamber that just goes straight down. After those four anvils, it looks like, it, it, it seems to be like a staging area. There's a lot of, like, metal tables and what would look like an area to make things. But like I said before, there are no tools. It's just tables and chairs and it looks like there are some, like, smashed up barrels. Um, so it looks like this room was definitely, like, a, a forge room to make, you know, typical industrious dwarf things to it. Um, and as you get closer, it looks like there is some sort of lava up ahead of you. But it appears to be below almost like a mesh bridge. And off to the sides, it's, uh, it's bare. It, it'll go straight down. From the look of it, and it looks like there are chains um, that could be somehow lowered into the lava as well. But they're uh, currently dangling off to the sides of the um, like chain link bridge that goes across. Nick, so I have a question. Yeah. My run-ins with dwarves have been mostly unpleasant. So, are dwarves are, are there dwarves that are similar to fire giants? That can just sustain this kind of heat, because like I, I feel like I'm dying. This is way too hot for me. 
I imagine if you spent your entire life for generations in this environment, you would acclimate. And look at me, I can't stand the sunlight. It literally hurts me because I spent my entire life living in the Underdark, in lightless caves. I can only imagine that these dwarves acclimated to this environment. Hmm. I, hadn't, I guess I hadn't thought about that. I'm going to start walking across the bridge. Sure. So as you do it, it, it makes a little bit of a clang, but uh, your weight holds it up just fine. Like it, it doesn't feel like it has any give to it. Um, there are like basic arm rails, but um, as we've uh, all discovered in D&D and shit like this, uh, there is no OSHA when it comes to safety and stuff like this. It's just <laughs> assumed that you're smart enough not to fuck around near lava. Um, <laughs> so it's a basic handrail that goes across. Um, don't, and Don't fuck at, around and find out. <laughs> at the end of the bridge, it looks like a, like a Y-shaped end of the chamber. On the left-hand side, it looks like more of an avalanche-like uh, cave-in. There we go, that's the word. Uh, a cave-in had formed. Um, and on the right-hand side, it looks like it goes off to somewhere. Um, but the two striking things that really stick out uh, there are a bunch of, like, smashed chests. Like, your atypical treasure chest. Uh, one of them is still, uh, sitting there near the doorway. Um, but next to that one is some sort of rusted over, uh, it's, it's near the lava, so you're getting a little bit of color, but you're not quite sure what its normal color is because of the red glow. But some sort of large, bulky, golem-like construction. Do I sense anything coming off of the golem? Uh, you are from this angle? No. If you want to throw an arcana at it, you're more than welcome. How close am I to the golem? You are probably at, at your dark feet. You're probably a little bit at about a hundred feet or so. Like You saw it kind of appear in your dark vision range. I want to get within 20 feet of it. 20 feet, okay. So you, you actually make it um, across the bridge. Um, and the chamber below you, it, it, it's just like that picture graph you saw before. It looks like an upside down bell. Like the, it's a circular chamber where the lava sits. And through just, you know, presuming this is where they did all their work. And it looks like this may have been a, a potential storeroom or where they stockpile things, um, judging by the broken down chests. Um, you are 20 feet away. This thing is still standing still. Um, it's it's kind of like nestled in a corner of the room next to that chest. So you got the chest on the right-hand side is the doorway that goes down a bit. And the left-hand side is this um, construction. And it's facing the bridge. So it's, look, it's looking right at you, but it is not moving. It's not making any noise. Um, and you're 20 feet away. So did you want to do an arcana check on it? Now I want to do the Arcana check, see if sure. I can pick up anything. Sure, roll for it. Arcana, I am actually good at. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, you actually sense nothing from the golem, but with that roll, right off the bat, because I kind of hate how detect magic kind of works, and it's my fucking rules, um, you're actually detecting some sort of magical aura from the chest to the right of it. I'm going to call Thrym up to my side. I'll walk over there. Okay. 
and I'm going to have him face the golem. So the, the way you describe this, if the doorway is directly in front of me, the golem is on my left and the chest is on my right with the door in the center or where, where, where is the chest in, in relation to the golem? show you real quick alright okay. so here's the so actually it's we... more fantastic art yeah. hey I would say <laughs> now that I'm I'm retroing this the 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 bell shaped lava forge is like right here yeah so, so we you cross are... the bridge we yep. get across we see the Y intersect to the left is another rock slide it's another so that's a blocked path. We can only go to the right. There's a chest and a golem. The golem yeah. is facing me. I am 20 feet away from him, but he's facing in the he's direction. He's facing the bridge, yes. Facing in the direction of the bridge. All right. So I'm going to have Thrym stand between me and the golem as I walk my way around to the chest. Okay. I'm going to back if that thing moves, I'm gonna grab it and hold it. Sure. Um, Key and Cax, what are you guys doing? Uh, I'll cross it and I'll just kind of watch him do this. I'm not really, uh, you know, too interested in this golem. It's I just, just kind of assuming it's dead, like everything else in here. Sure. The just for size reference too, especially. Pardon me, since through me you're kind of sizing it up. It's about as tall as you, and kind of think um, the like automatons from Skyrim, like the large Dwemer automatons. Like pretty much, it has like it's very bulky, has like very thick metal plates and armor and stuff like that. But it's uh, powered down. There's no noise. There's no glowing. There's no ticks coming from it. I Actually, am knocking an arrow. Actually, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the chain. And like, it's got legs, right? It does have legs. Yep. I'm gonna like not say the word, but I'm gonna wrap the chain around its legs. So if it does move, I can say the word, and it'll tighten immediately. Sure. And once he's done prepping that, I'm gonna try to get into the chest. Okay. So, Nix, as you reach down and touch the chest, um, the you hear to your left, like, a whirring, like a... And as that happens, uh, Thrym, um, the arms are, go from this position, like, dangling down, out towards you, and immediately the arms extend out towards you to grab you, and I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. 16. 16. So you try to get out of the way, but these massive golem arms, so not only do the arms extend towards you to grab at you, but the fingers also, like, spread right out, and they grab your arms and immediately lift you up in the air. And as that happens, the first leg starts to go forward. Uh, so what is going to happen here is this will be a skill challenge. Does he get so, a chance to call the word before it makes its step? Uh, his mouth is not obstructed. But the first step is already 
happened at this point, and his arms are um, well, held to his side. I, I would have said the words as soon as his arms moved. Okay, cool. I was staring right. right at it. All right, so we can retro that back at that. So the, the chains immediately seize up on the legs, right? So as you give off that yep. word. Um, as it happens, uh, Nyx, as you touch the chest and it's happening, like, where are you facing? I assume I'm facing the chest. Okay. But I mean, the uh, golem's right next to me, so I probably see all this happen from my periphery. Okay, so in your periphery, you see the golem, like, you hear the whirring, and then you hear the movement. You go to look at it. And you see Thrym say the words, you see the legs seize up, um, and Thrym be lifted up in the air. Uh, you turn back around to the chest, and for lack of better visualization, I'm going to put your token out here, Nyx. Oh, I'm big. You're a oh. big boy. Sorry, uh, my other boys, but there's only two players here that are dealing with this currently. Um, as that happens, you turn back towards the chest, and sitting on top of that chest, the whirring, as you go back to the chest, the whirring stopped. And you look, and in front of you, sitting on the chest, is the familiar Locutus. He's sitting on the chest with his legs crossed, and smiles. He looks over at the chains, you know, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, he's a bit clever. So how does it feel, Nix? You must be devastated to know that you all are just tiny bacteria in a vast ocean. It's infuriating. So it must be. Take solace. You're on the right track. D don't tell the others. Let them stress this out a little longer. Tell me, do you think you're getting close to Veyron? I don't know what I'm getting close to. I can't be certain if it's Veyron or another one of Loth's tricks. All I know is that right now, I am getting close to some cultists, and you are stalling me. Oh no, don't worry, we're... T take a look around. T everything's... on pause. I don't see what an animal has to do with this, but okay. And Lacutus actually smiles at this. How reliable do you think your allies are in this? One of them, I am certain of. Oh, this one. Oh, yes, he is loyal to the bone. But the other one, the spider-backed one, he's uh, an interesting fellow, isn't he? Interesting is a word you could use. Well, I don't need to tell you, but be very careful. You know... She has her little legs everywhere. If you've been watching me this whole time, do you not think that I am careful? No, I know you are. I'm just... musing. Speaking of musing, this whole thing kind of bores me. Where's the excitement in this? And he snaps his fingers, and the chain around the golem disappears. Do you know how hard that was to get? Tell you what. If that big boy doesn't go splash in the lava, you'll find it in here. Good luck. And he snaps his fingers. You hear the whirring again. 
and the golem surprisingly thrim you were looking at that chain a second ago and that chain is gone what the fuck and the golem takes one step two steps and you hear where the hell did i have that by the way matthew yes really you you used q for his I was gonna say. <laughs> really? You, you went with Q? I went with Q. Oh, I fucking. <laughs> Star Trek fans, be pleased. <laughs> you was... hear, uh, Thrim, you hear right in front of your face. Yurok Matrum, Initiator's Clubar, disposal. As the outstretched arms begin to walk towards you. So to go back to what we were doing before Thrym's clever chain trick. Question. Yes. Uh, now that now that the pause has happened and the chain is gone, since I was paused once before and I've seen, you know, things seem like they change in an instant when you're in the kind of pause world and time resumes, yeah. would I be able to recognize that the, the cutest was in the area? Uh, roll me an intellect check. Uh, D20. Uh, 11. You sent... Uh, you're not exactly sure if it was Lacutus, but something strange. Like, you've seen that chain in action before, right? Haven't you? Yeah, you yeah. it on him before. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. True. So you know, like, how powerful that thing is, and then for all of a sudden that to be not there anymore is really fishy. And in, in, in the moment, in, in the panic of giant Thrym to be lifted up like a sack of garbage, um, you're quite not piecing it together, but you think it's fishy. In that case, can I try to dive tackle the golem's legs and just try to hold it in one spot? So what I will have you guys do is I want some skills being thrown at this thing. Three successes before three failures. Or Thrym gets a little lava bath. Oh, great. So... He kills bacteria. If, uh... Panic aside, you guys can choose who goes in this order. So if, uh... If everyone else is good, then Key can try to dive bomb it to try to grab him. I'm just trying to wrap around its legs to keep it from walking towards the lava. I don't sure. care what the upper half does. I just want it to stay. <laughs> okay, so you, uh, I'll need you to roll an acro. Uh, I'm sorry, athletics check to try to like seize up on the mechanics inside this creature. All right. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. That is definitely a success. So you both, all well, Thrym doesn't really see it, but Cax and Nix, you see the hulking armored figure latch on. And you hear almost like the same whirring from before, but it sounds strained. As it's still taking tiny steps forward, but it's not nearly as fast as it was. Nyx or Kax? I want to run up this thing. You said it's the same height as Thrym, just, mm -hmm. just bulkier? Just bulkier. I want to try to drive my sword into its uh, effectively its armpit and see if I can sever a connection. Alright, so you're trying to get it into a a chink in its armor. What are we thinking for skills, boys? 
Um, hmm. He's trying to drive it in. Yeah. yeah. So sleight of hand? Either that or acrobatics. Well, if... It could be perception if he's looking for that hole. Ooh, that is a good point. Yeah, I'll yeah, say roll... Yeah, roll perception or sleight of hand. Perception has got the better modifier. That sounds good. 13. 13 succeeds. So you just jam it up in the armpit, and Thrym, you actually feel the arm start to loosen a little bit off of you. It's still holding you, and you're trying to do, like, your best Hulkamania, trying to, like, outstretch your arms, but this thing somehow mechanically is locked into position, Um, but it feels like it's weakening. And then that brings it to Cax. Cax is going to do what Cax does best, which is fire an arrow. Whoa. First of all, calm down, bud. That's what he does second best. What he does best is firing an arrow, and in this case, he's going to aim for the golem's wrists. He's going to fire an arrow at each of the wrists, hoping that he breaks something that will release Thrym. Okay. So would you like me to make attack rolls on those? Uh, I would say... Or... If you did an attack roll because of the panic of the situation, I would give you uh, probably a negative modifier to that. But if you use a skill, which is what this is about, it would be normal. Which you would still probably... I don't know. Whatever would be worth it to you. A negative modifier, but pack tactics advantage on an attack roll. Uh, I would say because it's not a combat situation, your pack tactics isn't kicking in. Oh, well, shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. But you do have a really good modifier on attack. I do. God, I'm I'm not a skill monkey. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, I'm still going to have to go for it. Okay, go for it. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a 13. 13? You go to shoot the wrists with both of your attacks, just quickly, 1-1. One, one. You hit them, but they don't seem to purchase in any of the grooves or, or the try to obstruct any sort of uh, mechanical like motion of the thing. And it is still, it's whirring. Um, and the chest is whirring harder, and the legs are whirring harder than before but it is still continuing its trek towards the lava. So since all three of you had your turn at this point, uh, whoever wants to go next besides Thrym, who his arms are still stuck. Well, so I can't I can't do anything because I did have an idea. Nope. Okay. This is, the, this is, your fate is in the hands of your three allies. Okay, yeah. fair enough. So, so you said I have it wrapped up and I've got it kind of stopped on the legs. Yeah, well, it's... you're you're holding it, so it's moving slower, but it is still taking steps. But it's having to strain the mechanics inside in order to do so. All right. Uh, so I'm... you, between you and Nick, you guys have put a lot of strain on the inside of this thing. I- I'm gonna yell to Cax. Use the rope in my backpack to tie it around its legs or something. We have to stop it from reaching the lava. And I'm going to start trying to pull it back. 
seeing if I can like bend the kneecap backwards. So you did athletics before. All right, so this would be an acrobatics then to have to like contortion your body to like hold it at an awkward angle that wouldn't be normally a thing. Well, well, am I am I in front of it or behind it holding it? Uh, you would be in front of it. Well, I figured I would just push on the kneecaps trying to snap them backwards. Okay, if you did another athletics, I would give you a penalty for that. Really? Okay. You've already used athletics. Probably can't intimidate this thing. Uh, I, I actually have an idea. Well, you can go. We're not going in any specific order. It still has a way from doing that, so you, you guys are, are still able to have very quick conversations. Oh, fuck, I just realized he should have had a plus four to his saving throw, and I just forgot about it. What saving throw? Uh, oh. The dexterity one. Just dexterity. Well, he was, well you, you, close you weren't... You yeah, were I don't think you, you weren't close enough to him. Oh, yeah, I have to be within ten feet, so... Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you have an idea, Robin, uh, get shaking bacon. All right, in my time as Sorcerer, did I ever stumble across any studies on golems? Um, you had heard that some houses did have golems as guards, as they were really easy to maintain if you had the proper materials, and obviously you didn't need to worry about feeding them. Um, so you're you're relatively familiar with with guard creatures like this. But would I be familiar with their construction? Mm. This um, machination, usually the ones you're familiar with, were fueled by some sort of magic. Um, especially like the uh, the stone golem you guys fought in the wizard tower. Uh, those were all magic-created uh, beings. This one is mechanical in nature, so this one you wouldn't be that familiar with its construction. All right. In that case, this is how I want. Uh, this is how I want to work this out. Can I use my insight? to try to locate the, just by like, you know, listening to it and trying to examine where the actual whirring is coming from at its strongest points. You would. I like that. I have a plan for this, if you'll allow it. Okay. I want to use the Wand of Magic Missile and fire three bolts at what I would perceive to be its weakest points or its points of power. All right. Sufficient insight would allow that to happen. The magic missile doesn't miss as long as I know where I'm aiming. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. So what's the total on that? Dirty 20. Oh, sorry. Dirty 20. Uh, (laughs) Come uh, on, bud. It was a 16 plus four. It's getting late, you fuckers. (laughs) So with that, uh, you feel like you're onto something. You take a step back from the golem. You whip out the wand, and it fires the three blasts, right? Yep. So the first blast, uh, you get an impression that where your weapon went in, that somewhere in the chest area is where, like, the motor or whatever is fueling this thing. You, You think about it in terms of magic, where the source of power would be. So you aim right directly at the back of this thing, a little bit to the left of the center, and fire off your three blasts. And the first one slams in, causing a little bit of a dent in the armor. The second one punctures even more of of a narrow dent in, and the third one pierces right through 
And all four of you hear this loud pop. And the whirring starts to die down. Thrym is immediately dropped to the ground. And the creature goes limp and just kind of hangs down. And Thrym does not die today. I am actually going to rush over to Thrym and help him up. As best I can with my negative one strength. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more of a symbolic thing. You're pushing him down like, oh, pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm having trouble lifting his arm. <laughs> Where the fuck is my chain? I imagine if you go open that chest, you'll find it. But it was around his legs. Trust me, it's in the chest. I, I'll like lift myself up, but like while I do it, put a little pressure on Nix's arm so he thinks he's helping me up. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> and I'll go check out the chest. Awesome. So you, uh, you pop that sucker open, right? Yep. And it's the only one that is around. Um, the rest of them are smashed to pieces, and it looks just like the broken footlockers in the barracks room that you guys had encountered. If they're just, they're old, they're nasty, but somehow this one just survived. Uh, you open it, and the first thing you see, uh, dangled on top, draped over a couple other things inside, is your chain of Titan Grip. I, like, pick it up and look at it, and, like, see if I can still sense the magic it had before. I uh, you do still sense the magic. It is still a-okay. What the fuck happened? I'll give you one guess. We had another visit. It was or... there and then it disappeared. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that him gonna piece it together for me? The dickwad, Lacutus, showed up again. Was he the one who sicked this, you know, machine of lava death on us? I don't know if he triggered the creature but he used it as a test of sorts i he said he was bored he said he said that this wasn't exciting enough and he wanted to see how we would fare in this kind of situation so he made the chain disappear he told me it would gonna he was that it was gonna show up in the chest said a few other unsettling things but that's not out of character for that asshole yeah, no, I, I know what you mean, man. What do you say? I know say? exactly what you mean. I'm going to turn to Thrym and very, very matter-of-factly just say, he told me I could trust you. You already knew that. I knew that. I told him that, and then he confirmed it. So does this guy have any useful information at all, or is he just being a dick? At this point... I don't know. It's like he's a child playing with toys, but we are the toys. Ugh. I'll just, like, shake my head and look back into the chest. Sure. The the thing on uh, underneath the the chain um, seem to be folded clothes. And as you pull them out, you're realizing that they are uh, red robes. And, Thrym, you've seen these robes on the other cultists. Seems they're they're using this as a footlocker of sorts, and underneath the robes, uh, you find a couple daggers uh, that you had seen these guys wield before. Two or three of them, uh, two or three, uh, three robes, three daggers, 
And off to the side of the chest, it's a rather large chest, there seems to be a, a metal quiver inside. I'm going to pick up the robes first and toss them to my compatriots because they're not going to fit me and say, put these on. You guys will blend in better. And then I'll take one of the daggers and pocket it and put the other two on the ground. And then I'm definitely checking out that quiver. Sure. So the uh, the daggers are just basic iron daggers. Nothing uh, interesting with them. Um, the uh, Nyx and Thrym both of your proximity, this quiver is giving off a magical aura. This is what you had probably identified earlier, Nyx. I want to try and see what it does, even though I'm not great at it. Sure, yeah. Um, roll me an arcana check. Oh, that actually doesn't suck. 19 plus arcana. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, as, as you take the one minute to kind of try to figure this out, uh, Nyx, you actually notice there is a note inside next to where the quiver was uh, sitting. And you look at it just briefly, and it looks like it's written in common. What does the note say? It says in common, in, in really crude handwriting, be sure to say Oznak to the forge, forge worker, or be like the other dozen members melted in the forge below. Remember to put this note near the bridge for others. Forge Ogao. You fucking kidding me? The thing that nearly killed you had an off switch. Alright, uh Key and Cax, while while this is going on, what are you guys doing? I'm gonna stand up and just shove the golem over. With a with a, a metal groan and a loud bang, the the golem is now just on its side, still leaning over. Then I'm just gonna try to put on the robe tossed to me and see if I can like put it over my armor and not look stupid. There, there's a couple different sizes, and the largest one, it it makes you look like a roided-out freak, but for the most part, it just has a hard time, like, covering just a little bit of the front. Like, a little bit of your armor is, like, gleaming through it. I'll look at this and think, I can make this work. More and worse. And in Cax. As the uh, other party members, like, turn and, like, look at Cax after a few seconds, he's sitting on the ground with, like, what appears to be, like, a small block of wax, and he's, like, taken apart the bow, and has actually taken the string off the bow, and is, like, waxing the string, and then restringing it. Like, Are that was the sure? reason that he... That's the reason he didn't hit his shot, and he's upset about it. Are you sure <laughs> it's still wax? We're in a volcano, Are you sure that's still wax? <laughs> So he pulls out what was what would have been a bar of wax, and it's liquid, and he's still rubbing it on the bowstring. <laughs> he's he's, he has string. taken the bowstring and dipped it in the liquid wax that was in it, or the the liquid wax in the bottom of his bag that once was a block. He's <laughs> carrying melted chapstick in his bag. <laughs> he's getting it all over his fingers, and he's rubbing it down the bowstring and like kind of flicking it onto the ground. Then he restrings his bow. I only he, imagine he looks, that as it touches the ground, it just ignites. He looks <laughs> visibly upset. All right. <clears throat> Pardon me. So at the end of this all, Thrym, you are 
really confident and really you you feel like you're kind of harnessing that other side of you uh you identify this as the steel quiver of the forge and there are four steel arrows inside the quiver and as you're kind of looking at it you pull out one of these steel arrows and it has a red hot tip to it to the arrowhead and you get the impression that these are these four steel arrows are are magical any idea what type of magic the arrows do um judging off of the the red hot tip you get the impression that these would probably deal extra damage upon hit i'm going to look super disappointed and then call over cax cax will stand up and walk over you shoot arrows all the time i feel like this would be better suited for you and I'll hand the arrows and the quiver over to him. But, but thank you. I'm not exactly sure everything about them, but I'm pretty sure these arrows will do more damage. And how many arrows are there? Four. Okay. So, Cax, you're holding on to that? Uh, yes, I am. Cool. Now, the, the only that. not only force like that, there's enough room in that quiver for you to put your other arrows into too. Okay. So you could like equip that, and then you have the option to use uh, those four arrows okay. when you fire. And I'll have more details for you after the session about what that uh, item does for you. Okay. Because it does. Yeah. yeah. Just out of curiosity, could I weapon bond to an arrow? That would be a piece. Uh, a piece of ammunition is separate yeah. from a weapon. That's what I figured. But let's let's do some research on that. But currently, I would say probably not because your stuff is specifically right. for a weapon. Weapons. Yeah. Worth the question. <laughs> yeah. So um, as you guys are kind of looking over this stuff, Nyx is probably shaken more by his other encounter with Lacutus. Uh To your right, the entry entryway down the way very quickly looks like it ascends as you do see a stairwell that kind of arcs off to the left and goes up. And all four of you from this area and this stairwell hear chanting coming from up into that new area you haven't explored yet. And with that, we will end tonight's session.